This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, April 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Reports of six cases of blood clots associated with the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccination prompted U.S. health officials to pause its uh, administration. Soon after the CDC and the FDA recommended that healthcare providers and vaccination centers pause the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, word began to spread on social media that the vaccine had been recalled. According to the data from the CDC and the FDA, the vaccine has not been recalled. They jointly recommended a pause on giving out doses while the vaccine undergoes a review. The FDA and the CDC released a joint statement that explains the decision of recommending a pause on the administration of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine while the, they evaluate a specific type of blood clot found in six women after vaccination. In total, more than 6.8 million doses of the J&J vaccine have been administered, but uh, both authorities will further review the cases starting Wednesday. The eight women were between the ages of 18 and 48 years old, one one died and a second in Nebraska is in the hospital in critical condition, according to health officials. The vaccine will be paused in the United States while the analysis is underway. The Philadelphia region uh, is pausing the J&J COVID-19 vaccination uh, and stopped administering it after the recommendation from the county's top health agencies Tuesday morning. So if you do have an appointment, uh, check your appointment. There are lists out there, uh, but a lot of the mass vaccination sites are actually shutting down if they were administering this uh, J&J shot. And they're trying to actually, in some cases, to see if they can swap in. Some are swapping. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. some are not closing and they're just swapping if they uh, can get one of right, the other right. vaccines. The Pennsylvania SPCA rescued five dogs from a suspected dog fighting ring in North Philadelphia. Firefighters found the dogs in crates while investigating a possible arson on the 2300 block of North 20th Street early Tuesday morning. When animal control officers arrived, they found evidence of fighting, including a dog fighting ring in the property's basement. Today is a stark reminder that while it may not be in the spotlight like like it once was, dog fighting is still happening right here in the city of Philadelphia, said Nicole Wilson, the director of shelter operations and humane law enforcement at the Pennsylvania SPCA. Rescuers are caring for the five dogs and have given them names uh, that are all associated with ice cream, pistachio, sorbet, <laughs> salted caramel, cake batter, and sherbet. Anyone with information about this case is urged to call the Pennsylvania SPCA Cruelty Hotline. That number is 866-601-SPCA and you can leave tips anonymously. A retro roller skating rink is opening at Dilworth Dilworth Park outside City Hall later this month. How cool is this? Oh, yes. So on April 30th, what was the Rothman Orthopedics Ice Rink is now Mm. becoming the Rothman Orthopedics Roller Rink. What a great idea. The retro rink will include a checkerboard floor, twinkling lights, along with an art installation of overhead hula hoops designed and fabricated by Philadelphia's Lucky Dog Studio. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that that Preston is basically Tony Monero. (laughs) I saw this and I was like, Okay, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to buy my own roller skate. Oh, okay. so they really? Didn't do this before. Yeah, I'll go oh. with you, man. I, yeah, I I I love to roller skate. I got to show my stuff to you guys sometime. <laughs> I need to. I okay. So last time I was on roller skates, I was like the roller skater when we were young. That would like I would go into those races. You know, they they you know five laps oh, around. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'd win them all. Like I I was so good. Last time I got on roller skates, I was like what. Why can't I do this? What, what's going on? <laughs> I needed like the little walker in front right. of me. They did this before, though. Did, did they? they? Yeah. No. no roller where, skating rink. Marissa knows. I. I. I why did I? Casey, because what down am I on, thinking of? Down on Penn's Landing, they yeah. turned the ice skating rink into a okay. roller skating rink. A couple of years ago, they built uh, this 
ice skating rink on Dilworth. Now it's becoming a roller skating rink. Okay. So I'm going to lace up my rollerblades, and we're having a skating party. Very nice. Yeah. I don't skate, but I can, I can run pretty fast. Pretty fast. fast. A good clip, so I'll be right with you guys. All right. So the rink opens on Friday, April 30th and runs through Sunday, June 27th. You can skate for hour long sessions Sunday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 845 p.m. and 11 a.m. to 1115 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. You do need tickets. Uh, $8 for children, 10 and younger and $10 for adults. Roller skate rentals are $5. I don't think the trend ever really went away, but it, it's it, just as popular now as it ever was. I mean, skate parks in and around the area are always packed. Uh, matinee skate will offer $5 off uh, admission to guests of all ages on Mondays and Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. City officials say skaters should book sessions in advance through their online reservation system. Uh, limit in, limited in-person sales may be offered on site. I did go to the ice rink this year, and uh, they were turning people away. Like People thought you could just walk up and get tickets, and if they're available, you can, but it is a good idea to book ahead of time. Is there any way you could gain access, or do they ever let people gain access to a track like like a, a, uh, a roller derby track? Have you guys ever done skated on something like that? Uh, you mean, so there's two different kinds. There's right. a flat track, and right. then there are kinds that are uh, that have the, um, uh, what's what's the banks on Right, them. yeah, yeah. Um, are, is that what you're talking That's about? That's what I'm talking about. Banks? No, I've never been on that. Okay. I, they're kind of rare. Are they? Uh, yeah, when, okay. you, when you hear roller derby, most yeah. of that takes place on a flat Didn't uh, know surface. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah, the one off of 309, Preston? Inline 309. Yeah. That's where my daughter and I go skating regularly. That's great. I've been to a, a skating yeah. party there, too. And they do like a lot just, of hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. like a standard one, Steve. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because yeah. I think if you want to play rollerball, you need, uh, right? You need yeah. the classic. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if you're going to do uh, uh, roller derby, yeah, they, they, they just don't <laughs> make them anymore. All right. So, you know, it's for the most part, they, it's it's on the flat. Skaters will be able to purchase locks and reserve lockers to purchase tickets. And for additional information about ticketing procedures and other rink amenities, you can visit rothmanrink.ticketsocket.com. The rink will follow city, state, and CDC COVID-19 guidelines, including mask requirements and reduced capacity and enhanced cleaning protocols. In sports this morning. The Phillies lost both games to the Mets in their doubleheader yesterday afternoon in Queens. In game one, Pete Alonso and Jonathan VR each hit an RBI single in the eighth inning to give the Mets a 4-3 win. The Mets also took game two, winning 4-0 in seven innings. The series continues tonight, and Zach Wheeler will get the start against his former team. First pitch is scheduled for 7-10. The Flyers lost to the Capitals last night in Washington. The what Caps. The- <laughs> the Cavs raced out to a 4-1 first intermission lead and rode the mo- uh, momentum to an eventual 6-1 win. Brian Elliott took the loss with 26 saves. The Flyers are on the road again tomorrow night with a game in Pittsburgh against the Penguins, and the puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers have their biggest game of the regular season tonight when they host the Brooklyn Nets. The two teams are competing for first place in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers are 20 games over 500 with a record of 37-17. and 17. When all five regulars are in the starting lineup, the team is 19-4. Four, which is the best record in the NBA. Tip-off for the nationally televised game is at 7 o'clock tonight. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. So we have a lot on our plate on this Wednesday morning. It's a good thing. We're going to start with some cash, and that is, of course, the Preston and Steve Money Clip Contest. Two times, 8 and 10 a.m., 
Get while the getting's good because we'll have your chance to win that money, all right? And we'll tell you how to do it exactly. We have uh, several guests on the program as well today, and we're going to start early, less than an hour from now, checking in from Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> Bert Kreischer is getting oh in gosh. touch with us. He is filming a movie with Mark Hamill. That's right. Luke Skywalker himself and, I believe, and, and there was a, a hashtag put out there that Mark Hamill did that it's the machine. The yeah. Movie. It's the story, the machine of Burt Kreischer's well-known uh, story from his uh, stand-up act. And it's true stuff about him and Russia and this bizarre thing that took place. Where is it Mark Hamill's playing one of the Russians? Love it. Yeah. I love it. So we'll talk to Burt from Serbia at about 7.15 this morning. Uh, we'll go live on Fox Good Day. We also have uh, the new Philadelphia Union announcer. They're home tonight, by the way. His name is Danny Higginbotham. And uh, we'll find out what he is all about. And we also have, from uh, the Sandlot, uh, Victor DiMattia will be joining us. Who did he play? Was it uh, Timmy. Timmy? Timmy Timmons. Okay, so he will be on. And they, believe it or not, the stars of the Sandlot have launched an NFT trading card collection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is a big thing now. So it's it's digital uh, currency as well. Uh, it's backed by digital currency. I don't know. Oh, yeah, oh. this thing works. We're gonna have yeah. to ask him about that. So uh, we have that going on, and we have a secret text word to top all of this off. And so we have a chance for you to win a digital download of the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, text the word <laughs> secret to 39333. We'll bounce the word back to you later on. We'll take a designated caller. We'll give that prize to that person who has the word, and we'll grab a random texture, too. What song do we add that to? Because now when I hear it. Oh, it's the Des Rock song. Right. It, yes. it was playing this morning when I came in, yep. and I'm like, I, I, now I can't hear it without that sound effect. You can't unhear yeah, the. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so we have a lot to get to. Don't worry about it, Case. We're going right. to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is up. The stupid question and the sun's coming up. So we're together on a Wednesday morning. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question this morning, the prize is a pair of tickets to see Steve Trevino, who's going to be performing at Punchline Philly on Friday uh, at 9.30. And you'll win tickets to that if you can answer this question. Who created Absolute Vodka? Mm -hmm. Who was the person who created that? 215-263-WMMR. That came out in 1877. Wow. I always thought of it as a newer uh, spirit. Especially with that ad campaign that was so popular. And the sh- the way the bottle, you know, yeah. all, all that thing. So Ed it's been around since uh, 1877. Yeah. My cousin's feet uh, are in an absolute ad. Really? really? Yeah, it was, it was a, uh, Elvis Presley, uh, the blue suede shoes, and oh. he wore the blue suede shoes, and he posed behind the absolute bottle. Oh, the dancer? Yeah, 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 yeah. buddy. Okay, so, and just his feet? Just his feet. Okay, well, we share something. I'm the former foot model. That's, That's right. right. Exactly. You guys should have an industry lunch. <laughs> I know, you yeah. know what? Maybe a reunion of all people who have worked in that <laughs> industry. The, two of the them. footies are here at one. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to uh, go through some birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. Today is Wednesday, April 14th, and we have a bunch of birthdays. Uh, Richie Blackmore, the oh. guitarist. Yeah. Created possibly the most recognizable and greatest guitar riff of all time, which is this one for Smoke on the Water. I mean, it's just yeah. everybody knows this. Uh, but um, Oh, God, yes. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Shall I share? If you're, sure, if you're a new not? listener, you may not know that the sound that Steve just played is actually Casey's butt cheeks. We had an air compressor in here. We never, ever recommend that you do this. Because no. if it's done incorrectly, you can kill someone. Yes. But we moistened up Casey's butt cheeks, and then he put these... <laughs> Now, the sounds were edited together. Yes. Marissa. He wasn't, like, playing his no. ass. These were a couple of the sounds that came out, and we edited them together, and they, uh, to the sounds of Richie Blackmore and Smoke on the Water, and then you get that. But that was, yeah, that was Casey's uh, ass shakes. So what was, what other band was Richie Blackmore in? He was in Rainbow. Rainbow. Rainbow yeah. had a couple songs I dug. Yeah. Uh, they were they were a really good band. Yeah. Street of Dreams, uh, Man on the Silver Mountain, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but yeah, I like that band. Uh, he is known to be a bit difficult. Uh, he's, he's an egomaniac, egomaniac, egomaniac from what I've heard. Uh, but he's 76 today. Adrian Brody, great actor, huge nose. Uh, 48 years old today. We're just talking about him because he's in the movie that I really like, Predators. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was great in the Piani player. He's, yeah. he's really oh good. My God, I can't not movie. stare at his nose. And yeah. In any movie. You know what? He, I, it, it works on him. It does. He, he, and women love it. He's a good-looking dude. No, I know, and people do, yeah. like, it, it, they're okay with it, but for me, when I I just, oh, that's all I see. Do you remember he played that uh, in the uh, Spike Lee movie, Son of Summer of Sam, I think yeah. it was? Mm-hmm. He played, like, this the guy punk pretending to be a punk rocker. He was you know, putting on a fake accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got caught yeah, up yeah. In, in the punk thing, and then he just threw on a fake accent to right, just right, go right. along with that. It was a it was a very interesting role. Movie. He was yeah. he was flirting in, in, like, male prostitution right. to make money, and it was, yeah. it was a really, it was a good role, actually. All right, so for April 14, 2022, uh, I want a sound clip. Uh, it's the Monty Python movie. He's, he, he's got a big nose. What is that? I don't know. You don't know that one? I don't one? remember. Oh, no. man. I think it's Life of Brian. Is it Life of Brian? Okay. Hey, big nose. Yeah. Which is one yeah. that I don't know as well as. It's also where we get Consider the Lilies. Yes. yes. Consider <laughs> the Lilies. Uh, Adrian Brody, which, by the way, we all agreed unanimously in the Jackie Bam Bam story, oh. Adrian Brody would portray him. Nails it. Uh, so he's 48 today. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller, I love her. Buffy is uh, 44. I was reading something about her in, in a new show or something relatively soon. Possibly. Do you remember? She was actually, I was watching, I, I just got into watching Australian 60 Minutes. They have a YouTube channel and, and they do all, so we have, a, you know, our 60 Minutes, but Australia's 60 Minutes is actually. Really celebrated, and they did a thing on Robin Williams. And you remember the last series that Robin Williams did was like an, about an ad agency, and Sarah Michelle Geller was his co-star. That's right. And that's and they were talking about his uh, Louis body dementia and yeah. the whole thing. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was a great piece, but yeah, that was they worked together. Okay, she turns forty-four today. Anthony Michael Hall, uh, he's been here before. 
And he's had some run-ins with the law. He has. Uh, yes. o- over the past few years, he, he seems to be have a bit of a hair trigger on him. I found out my friend called the cops on him. Uh, you remember that incident uh, where he was kind of roughing somebody up in an apartment complex? In the pool? Uh, outside of a pool. It was like uh, it, Anthony was just... Um, the guy was being loud. He went out to challenge him, and then he kind of got a little, took it a little too far. This was 2014, okay. 2015. It was in a little town called Playa del Rey, which is uh, <laughs> uh, this quiet beach community in Los Angeles. And Anthony lives there. My friend lives there. And the, it was so loud and obnoxious that my friend Chris called the cops, not realizing he was calling the cops on Anthony Michael Hall. But he ended uh. up getting arrested as a result. There was a TMZ well, thing and everything. Yeah, yeah. You remember he, he like pulled a, a garden hose around some, his neighbor's neck or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, he gets, I don't know mm-hmm. what the deal is, but uh, something, he, he pisses off easily. But uh, Anthony Michael Hall is 53 today. Country legend Loretta Lynn. Loretta. In a cabin on a hill in Butcher Hall. Oh. Can't help but love her. We were that's the one thing Dad made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar. Uh, she turns 89 today. She's, she's not kidding about being poor. They were, oh, yeah. they were, yeah, mountain poor. Yep, absolutely. And not only a uh, great performer, great songwriter, yeah. too. She, yeah. had, she had all the skills. She worked with Jack White. Uh, she's 89 today. Pete Rose. Oh, wow. <laughs> He rose is eighty years old today. God, he was briefly married to Loretta. Loretta. Was he? Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I had never heard His that. Working out. I wouldn't doubt it. But uh, no, we we had him on the show. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. He had a book, and yeah, uh, yeah I mean, he's controversial. You know, he, he is. He does not led a uh, straight narrow kind of a life. Uh, no, but no one can deny the, his ability uh, on the diamond yeah. and the fact that. They're going to have to, at some point, put him in just because of what a, what a great player he was. I mean, you know, the 3,000 hits, uh, it, it just, he was unbelievable. And let's just, you know, at a certain point, you have to <laughs> just accept the fact that in the world of sports, there are colorful characters who do wrong things. I mean, Ty Cobb was a just flat-out racist. Yeah, openly, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he's one of the greatest hitters of all time. And Ty Cobb was not a good person, yeah. but he's in the Hall of Fame. I said 3,000. He actually had over 4,000. Well, yeah, he broke he, Ty Cobb. Yeah, he yeah, broke yeah. that record. But, uh, when he got 3,000, it was a big deal. Yeah, so Pete Rose is 80 years old today. Uh, Brad Garrett. Love Brad Garrett. Uh, everybody loves Raymond and a gazillion other things that he's been in. He's doing commercials, I think it's for uh, Jimmy John's, where he's like a mob boss. Is he's he? Up- upset. Oh, yeah. Like I've a mob those. boss of a competing sandwich shop. Yeah. He's upset they moved into town. Uh, he's 61. Uh, actor Robert Carlyle, who is in things like Train Spotting and The Full Monty, yeah. uh, 28 weeks later. Uh, he's great. Uh, he turns 60 today. And then a friend. It's Rob McElhaney's birthday. Oh! Rob turns another year older. It was Glenn Howerton's birthday yesterday from It's Always Sunny. Uh, Nick had texted him, and he got back and said thank you for the well wishes from the show. Melissa, Marissa, excuse me, Melissa, Marissa posted, uh, I think it was her, uh, just a, a callback to when Rob was first in the studio and visited the show at the beginning of yeah. It's Always Sunny, and he looks like he's 11 years old. Uh, well, Rob is 44 years yeah. old today. He so still looks great. A big happy birthday to our friend and native Philadelphian Rob McElhenney. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the super question. Uh, who created Absolute Vodka? 215-263-WMMR. And I am going to go to Jody, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Jody, good morning. 
Hi, Lars Olsen Smith. Oh, well, yeah, there that's you it. Go. Yeah. yeah, right to business. Not even messing around <laughs> yeah. here, Jody. You got it right. Hang on a second. His name is Lars Olsen Smith, and like I said, he created it in 1877. Uh, we found the picture of your cousin's feet, Kathy. Oh, yes. Yeah, Nick has it uh, <laughs> pulled up here on our monitor. So um, That's him. So we're going to give Jody a pair of tickets to see Steve Trevino, Punchline Philly, on Friday at 9.30. Tickets are on sale. Now, two shows each night, May 14th and 15th, and the shows are indoors, reduced capacity, socially distant tables, and... Masks are required unless eating and drinking. Safety info and tickets at punchlinephilly.com. That's a 21 and over show. Casey, we have Burt Kreischer at 715? Uh, like, 720, 720. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, I just need an idea on the clock here, and I want to make sure that we uh, do this properly time-wise. All right, so Queen Elizabeth is turning 95 soon, but don't expect her to step down. Sources tell people amid whispers that she could turn the throne over to her son, Prince Charles, after her husband, Prince Philip, had died. No. She actually returned to public duties yesterday. Uh, she met with... William Peel, the third Earl of Peel, and hosted a ceremony to mark his retirement from the position of Lord Chamberlain. Uh, the Chamberlain oversees all... Peeling off those lords. One lord, two lords. All lord. Pu- the Chamberlain oversees all public royal ceremonies and engagements, including royal weddings, state visits, and the Queen's famous garden parties. Uh, he had been replaced by former... Uh, uh, Chief Andrew Parker. Mm-hmm. So, how about that, though? I mean, listen, this is what her life is about. Getting back to business. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's yeah. what you have to do. A former aide tells people of her plans to be accompanied by family members at future engagements. She, uh, they said her family will step up and be by her side, but she will carry on. She understands that she has a job to do, and Philip wanted would have wanted her to crack on. Crack on! She did. Crack on, the old sow. She did do so when he retired from public life. Crack on! Show me a crack off. Uh, A close royal insider adds she will never uh, abdicate because of duty and honor and public services so deep in her as it was for him. If you think of the precarious events that led up to her actually becoming queen, the things that actually... Like the Duke of Windsor um, giving up the throne, you yeah. know, the, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, all, all of that stuff that had to happen, yeah. and she's had this long run, and Prince Charles is like, what? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, amid grumbling over Meghan Markle's decision to stay in California as her husband, Prince Harry, heads to Philip's funeral, the Queen apparently gets it. Uh, this week, a palace spokesperson said that she was advised by her physician not to travel as she's pregnant. Uh, she'll remain at home with Archie, who is too. Um, and the source tells people it was always given that Harry would return to England for his grandfather's passing, uh, adding that Philip's death, both uh, uh, Meghan and Harry were in contact with the Queen. Meghan expressed condolences. The Queen understands why she can't travel at the moment. Uh, Harry's reportedly isolating at... Uh, his and Megan's Windsor home, Frogmore Cottage. The funeral I, will be held on Saturday. Why do they think that some other royal f- family had already moved into Frogmore? Yeah, I don't know. Right? Uh, we heard it. There, the... there was a there was a lot of movement for a while. The people were going in and out yeah. of these different uh, these different abodes, and and you may have just gotten caught up in that, Steve. I don't know. Maybe Frogmore's on the Airbnb list. Uh, Bridgerton creator Shonda Rhimes was shocked by the intensity of the fan heartbreak over Roger Jean Page's departure from the Netflix series. Was she Kathy. really shocked? Uh, the Shondaland founder told Vanity Fair that she was really shocked when fans and even stars like Kim Kardashian shared their hor- horrified responses on social media. She said, we didn't even kill him. He's still alive. 
Uh, she joked, admitting that he she usually gets that sort of reaction when she's killed off a fan favorite. Uh, production partner Betsy Beers said that it's delightful that fans are invested in Paige and his character because the 31-year-old British actor is a terrific guy. Rhymes added that finding performers that audiences will love and become incredibly overly attached to has been a job, their job for 20 years now, and the goal <laughs> is for fans to get enraged when they move uh, them around or kill them all. You know, it's funny. I, I think about these people and getting all upset about this, and then I look at, like, Game of Thrones and... I mean, your favorite people are gone, right? Like, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, you're like, oh, okay, they just got stabbed to death, and right. I like them, oh, and they're no, gone. But right. there's any, more. Any with. pop culture fan yeah. who is a true pop culture fan has had a similar experience. No one can complain about people freaking out about Bridgerton because, like, I, like I, I go back to, like, Bond. When, mm-hmm. when Connery gave it up, I'm like, what? Yeah. What are you doing to my life? But, like, there's more to that. There's more to Game of Thrones. There's other people. Like, yeah. this is, he, he, honestly, he was the show. There was, there was other side stories, but it, it was him. That yeah. was what people Kind of like at the well, end of the first season of Game of Thrones. But, yeah, Kathy, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, so, so yeah, no. in season one, the, and not, listen, it's been it's off a lot. Go the, for it. The person you think the whole show is going to be focused around. That's Gone. it. Okay. Yes. That's it. All right. Yeah. Let me ask you. You, you've, you guys have seen enough Bridgerton, right? Is Sly Stallone at this point too old to play that? <laughs> okay. So I she promised that season two will start Jonathan Bailey. I don't know. They could give him a shot. <laughs> yeah. A, a suitable replacement. Hello, my lord, my lady, my lord. <laughs> my lord? You're not very good. You can't even say your own name. <laughs> Hello. My name is Bridgerton. No. Excuse me? No. Bridgerton. No. What is it? That's not it. Bridgerton. Uh-uh. Villanova. There, yes. oh, there you go. Lord Villanova. Yeah. Uh, Change the name I of the show. A, I am parched. So she promised. <laughs> what? Uh, no, no, I wanted. So what about Jonathan Bailey? All right. So season two will start. Jo- home? Jonathan Bailey, a suitable replacement. Roger Jean, this is according to her. She said, uh, Roger Jean is a powerful, amazing actor. Uh, that meant we did our job every season. Our job is finding the right people and putting together this incredible world-shifting world shifting romance. I said, I mean, really, what would Rene Jean do? Uh, you know what uh, You know what I mean? We gave no. them their happily ever after, and now we have this next couple coming. So this, I, this, I don't know. This new okay, so dude's he... a stud, too, Kathy. I, okay. I, I think I saw a picture, but it looks pretty... I think he'll satisfy your needs. So <laughs> I hope so. He'll, so he'll replace... Him, but he's he's not going to replace him as the husband or or as a love interest to her. No, It'll no, be no. a new couple. I, I think that's so. what I think that's what it says. That's what it sounds like. All right, so this kind of ties into that story. Uh, of course, ladies love Pete Davidson for whatever reason. Uh, following his romances with Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kai Gerber, uh, he now appears to have confirmed his relationship with Phoebe Denevore who is Daphne from Bridgerton, Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's with her now. Okay. Maybe he can play Bridgerton. <laughs> Supposedly, right? Uh, Davidson appeared on a Zoom call with Marquette University students on Sunday, and he told them that he was dating his celebrity crush, and he said, that's all I can speak on. But rumors of the pair's romance seem to, confirm, to be confirmed this month when he was spotted out and about with her in England. So. He actually could. He does a character on SNL. There's not, I mean... Uh, there's some stuff that he does that amuses me, and a lot does not. But there's one character, in case you know this character, where he's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, like, like whatever. just whatever." And and women just love him for some reason, even though he has he's absolutely. I mean, on the show, that's his character. Uh, oh, yeah, and they just fall madly in love with him. Okay, all right, right, is and our, make make that Bridgerton. Is our building burning? Do you smell okay, that? You smell I that? do smell all it right, too. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a strange yeah, yeah, scent our in the room. Down. 
It Listen. smells, smells kind of like shoe polish or something like that to me. Yeah, it some sort like of burning. a chemical thing. It's probably a chemical fire. Yeah, maybe we're being <laughs> yeah. gassed. Marissa, yeah. do you smell it on your end? Okay. Yeah, she yeah. If we end up on an island where we're forced to procreate, I, uh... <laughs> I call Kathy. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. Dibs. <laughs> but Steve, you're, you're closed for business. <laughs> I'm, 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 I got to tap out. I got no batter. Yeah. <laughs> closed for business. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I just love Kathy's. Ew. Oh, yeah, into it. You can tell that's how she likes. Wait, me. you're closed for Jizzness too. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna get it reversed on the island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we all are. are. Yeah, yeah, we we all are. Like, you can just use coconut yeah, juice. We gotta bring Nick Murphy. <laughs> Nick Murphy and Moose are the only ones. All of our children would have beards and glasses. <laughs> I'll take Connor. Him uh, and I are the same oh, age. Man. Yay! Oh, yeah. That hurts. Way to go, Connor. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, TMZ reports Olivia Wilde lied to a judge about where she's living. This comes after she and ex Jason Sudeikis got a restraining order to protect them from an alleged stalker, uh, the 30-year-old Eric Nathaniel Fuse. Uh, on legal documents, she said, I live with Mr. Sudeikis and our two children. When, in fact, she lives with her new love, Harry Styles. She filed the restraining order with her lawyer, Sean Holly, and Jason reportedly did not participate. TMZ reported that she fibbed to extend protection to both her and Jason and their kids, which I, makes sense. I heard she was living at the Avengers Academy. Yeah, well, that yeah. would be a cool place That's, to live, and you'd be protected. quite safe there. Yeah. Uh, since announcing her transition in 2015, Caitlyn Jenner has mainly stayed off of keeping up with the Kardashians. But Chris Jenner sits down with the Wall Street Journal to discuss how the family processed that change. It's a little late, but nonetheless. Process this. Talking about it now. Uh, she said it was something that we had to absorb and try to wrap our heads around and learn about. It was hard because I wanted to be uh, the best parent I could and do the right thing. And I didn't know what that meant in the situation. Uh, she also discusses her famous family's amazing arc to fame after she became a talent manager for Courtney Kim, Chloe, uh, Kylie, and Kendall. Uh, she believes a lot of success simply came because she wanted the best for them. She said, when it's your child, you go over and above anything that would be required of you if you were just a proper person getting a typical paycheck. I feel like a fireman... Because I'm always putting out fires all day, every day. She's right. That's what firemen do. Level. They do that. Yeah. They do, do that. So that's what she's commenting on about the family. You can't argue with the success. She certainly has done it. Uh, Steve, you sent me this article. Actor Jaleel White, famous for playing Steve Urkel in Family Matters, is entering the cannabis industry. Yeah. Uh, through a partnership with 710 Labs, White's new cannabis line uh, called It's Purple features variants of the popular cannabis strain Purple Urkel, which I guess lives out there in in the world of weed. I don't know. I've never uh, experienced Yes, I was unaware. But it's great. I love that name. Uh, It is set to launch on April 20th. The brand will be on dispensary shelves in California to start potentially growing to more marketplaces in the future. Uh, He said, the thing that always stood out to me was... There was no clear brand leader for Fire Purple Weed. And it made no sense to me that no company of significance had claimed this lane. So why not me? So how did this collaboration come about? Well, it happened through a friendship. 710 Labs founder Brad Melshenker met White on a flight, and the duo connected over their passion for cannabis. Uh, And Melshenker said, 710 has never been a brand that pursued celebrity deals or endorsements, as our agenda has always been quality above all else. We tend to let the product speak for itself, but over the years, Jaleel and I became friends, and organically our conversations developed into a project. 
Uh, he was on a journey to find the real Purple Urkel <laughs> from back in the early 2000s. Not only that, he wanted to find the most flavorful purple, uh, purple cultivars and had been collecting seeds with his friend Sean over the years just for this purpose. Did uh, did Urkel smoke pot on the series? I forget, Casey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He well, did. he and, you know, and, um, Waldo? No, uh, the the dad. Oh, he was would, a cop. He would spark up. Yeah. Reginald would, Bill Johnson. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. So he would he would confiscate it during bus and bring gotcha. it home and smoke it with Urkel. So the series <laughs> of uh, Purple Urkel strains will be sold as eighths. Vape pens with 710 Labs proprietary live resin pods, as well as noodle doinks. What the hell is <laughs> a noodle doink? That's a fat hand-rolled joint that uses fusilli noodles as, really? the, as the crutch, yes. Okay. You so, got to have something called Did I Smoke That? I, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, but I love noodle doinks. Yeah, yeah. noodle doinks. I, I would have to get that just on name alone. I didn't Which, know you could by smoke the way, 90% of any purchases that I make yeah. is based on name alone. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's got a cool name, <laughs> go for it. You got to go for it. <laughs> noodle yeah. doinks. Uh, supermodel Paulina Porskova is sharing a full frontal nude of herself for Vogue's Czech edition. Uh, she said, exactly 40 years after my first German Vogue cover at the age of 16, here is a new one. Full frontal nude at 56 on Vogue CZ. She looks great. Uh, she cap- captioned her cover shot on Instagram Tuesday, thanking the brave folks at the magazine and the incredible team behind this photo shoot. I haven't seen the picture yet, but she looks great. She's wearing something very sheer, so she's not, at least the shot I saw, she's not naked. But, you know, listen, she's had a horrible year since uh, Rick Ocasek died yeah. and then we found we found out that, that he had totally excised her from any financial aspect of the relationship yeah. or the marriage. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, TikTok star Justin uh, Paradise is accusing YouTuber Jake Paul of sexual assault. Oh. She claimed that the 24-year-old forced her to perform oral, oral on him in 2019. Uh, he has not responded to those allegations. That's all that I have on that. Story. What's with the, uh, the the? There's two of them, right? Yeah, Jake and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Jake Paul and I want to say Aaron Ron Paul. Paul. <laughs> Ron Paul. Yeah, it's it's a weird relationship. Once a <laughs> senator. Uh, I forgot who the other one is was. Is it Aaron? No. Am I thinking of uh? No, no, it's not Aaron, Aaron Burr. Paul. You're thinking of Aaron Burr. I'm Burr. thinking of Aaron Burr. Who's the fighter? Jake Paul. I think it's Jake Paul. Well, they're uh, they're both they're fighters. fighters. Yeah. One of them's actually not awful. Right in the in the ring, one yeah. of them was no, no. In yeah, fact, he's doing well, fighter. and yeah. one of them just Logan is the other. Logan, Logan, legs, Logan. Who's Aaron Paul? Uh, an actor. Oh, he, yeah, is, he's is from he Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, Pinkman. It's Pinkman. Yeah, yeah. he's Sorry. related to Jake Paul. No, no. no. Can we stop this now, please? <laughs> Move on. All right. How about this? Uh, MLB Network will air a rare Chadwick Boseman interview this week. As part of its annual Jackie Robinson Day celebration. So my daughter and I are working our way through the entire MCU, and we are now on uh, Infinity War. And so we were watching it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm watching Chadwick as as King T'Challa, I'm like, man, I got so bummed out. Yes. On number Agreed. one, he seemed like such a great guy. Uh, but also that character and I'm, how much I'm going to miss it from that, from the MCU, wherever it decides to go. He was so damn good. So good, man. The, that, though, that, you know, as uh, Kugler, the director and, and writer who, who did uh, um, Black Panther, says, everyone in uh, his sphere says, 
they they're going to continue with the Wolver- with the Wolverine with the Black Panther saga and Wakanda and all of that. So the question is, how do they proceed? I know he was so right. he was such the figurehead for that. Uh, but this footage was taken as a part of a sit down. Uh, that he did with uh, Bozeman, that uh, that MLB Network did with uh, Bozeman uh, before the Jackie Robinson biopic 42 was released in 2013. That's when we had the chance yeah. to interview him as well. It was, he was great. He was excellent. Uh, the Bozeman 42 interview segment will be airing on MLB Network's studio programming uh, today ahead of the formal Jackie Robinson Day celebration, which is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, no? Uh, let, me, let me go back to Bridgerton for a moment. All right. <laughs> Uh, they have signed on for two more seasons. Hello, my lady. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Bibbin. My name is Bibbin. I have traveled on a long journey. I am parched. May I partake of your water? <laughs> oh, the water in this bucket. Is, oh, it's for the horse? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. It's for you, too. <laughs> God damn, that was good. I mean, forsooth. <laughs> uh, hitherto. Uh, uh, hitherto. Yeah. Uh, many Sasquatches to you, my lady. <laughs> Is this in the script or? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, improvising. Uh, so, yeah, apparently it's going to end up giving it a total of four Pretty seasons. yank on my crank? Pretty, it's going to uh, give it a, a total of four seasons, by All the right. way. So they, they do. And, and that's, I'm playing Frankie Valley. That's no. <laughs> what? Oh, the four seasons. <laughs> four seasons. Bridgerton, don't cry. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> Four seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, that was actually very smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what song was that supposed to be? That walk like a man? What song was that supposed to be? like a man. We're back in 1650. <laughs> <laughs> Stallone in Bridgerton. I think it's brilliant. Uh, George Clooney, Noah Wiley, Juliana Margulies, and Anthony Edwards have signed on to join other cast members of the classic hospital drama ER for NBC. They will appear in an Earth Day episode of Stars in the House, which is a YouTube series benefiting the Actors Fund and uh, Waterkeeper Alliance. So the ER reunion episode is set for Thursday, April 22nd. I'm not really sure... If they're doing an episode of the show. Or like a sit-around. Or if it's a sit-around or what. But or they're all going to get colonoscopies. I think that'd be cool. I really, when that show first hit, I loved you did that it? show. Yeah. It, was, it was, I thought it was really well done. It was appointment it, TV. Yeah. Uh, and then it just stayed on for about 10 seasons too long. Yeah, yeah. It kind of ran its course. When but, the plane crashed in the parking lot, that was, right? Is that one of, that, oh, one of those episodes? I don't even know if I made it that far. I but didn't like, either. 94, 95, I loved it. It was such a, it. a great cast. Yeah. So, uh, but they're going to do that. All right, listen, I want to skip right on over uh, to the clips. And we're going to talk about this. Home economics follows the lives of three siblings of very different economic situations. And here's star and producer Topher Grace explains why he came back to network television. Uh, I just played David Duke uh, in Black Klansman, which is an amazing experience. And then I was on Black Mirror and I played kind of evil tech wizard. And uh, I started getting kind of only offers to play like... Uh, white supremacist. I mean, I, I wanted to try lots of different things in my career, but maybe I've gone a little too far. <laughs> yeah! Uh, new episode of Home Economics airs night 8.30 on ABC. Here's the next clip. 
A single dad figures out fatherhood on the fly when his strong-minded teen daughter moves in with him in the new series, Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. And in this clip, star Jamie Foxx discusses some important advice that he still carries to this day. Keenan Ivory Wins told me, he says, if you're not great as a, as, a, as, a, as a comedian, black comedian especially, it ain't going to work out. So you got to always reach out for greatness. And so we have reached out for greatness on the show. Uh, Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me premieres today on Netflix. You'll be able to see that. Oh, shit. No. Wait, wait a minute. If, if you don't mind, a little reverb, please. I would... I would I mean, it's no drinking, no, Stein. No, it's not. But it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even though you had that ready to go. And they call drinking Stein. Bridgerton. Bibberton. In the manor down the street where everyone's a feat. All the time. All right, we got to move on. We do. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. <laughs> Bert freaking Kreischer yeah. on our show from Serbia, live from Serbia. Yeah. We're going to be talking to him. Unbelievable. About him filming his new movie with, with starring Mark Hamill as well. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay put. How are things in Boyertown this morning? Awesome. I just won $500. Oh, Ninety-three-three WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Money Clips. Do you happen to have an extra 500 laying around? I just happened to have won it. Great day in the morning. How could that have happened? I was looking at WMMR. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip up to seven times a day. I appreciate it. Hey, it's our pleasure, man. Thank you very much. Such a good feeling, especially when we're giving away the company's money. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play one of your favorite Preston and Steve clips and also give you a keyword. Text that or enter it on our website or app. Congrats and most of all, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, bud. Back, back, and you guys are awesome. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Hyundai City, South Jersey's official Hyundai headquarters. MMR Rock. All right, buddy. Cheers. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, uh, I don't think we've ever spoke to someone live from Serbia before. We've we've spoken to people all over the world. This will be a first. That ever. was one of our things. We uh, all the time we've been doing the show. We made an agreement: never speak to someone from Serbia. No, but we're going to break that rule. Yep, we are going to do it because it's a friend, obviously. And uh, he was he was tweeting about this yesterday, posting on social media. It's amazing that he will be having. He was making a film, and it's based on a very well known story. If you know Bert, you know the story. And what we didn't know is that Mark Hamill is now involved in this project. Amazing. Please welcome Bert Kreischer to our program. Morning. How you guys doing? Good, man. Hey, I I have no idea what time it is in Serbia. What what part of the day you are in now? What's what's the time? It is one fifteen in the afternoon, but I've been sleeping all day. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. When did you get in? How long have you been there? Uh, You know what? It's all a blur. Okay. I got in, I think, yesterday morning. Okay. And, uh, and I, by the way, I slept on the flight. Like I've just been sleeping nonstop. 
God so, bless you. God bless you that you can sleep on a flight. Now, it appeared to be you did a video and it was up on your site that you took some sort of private jet or Learjet. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah that helps, right? Gulfstream <laughs> 550. It had its own bedroom in the back. Oh, it dude. was at four people on the plane, four people, two oh. dogs, and it was a dream, oh, an man. absolute dream. I can't, I can't sleep. I, no matter how hard I tried, no matter what level of, of comfort they provide, I find it nearly impossible. But I could probably make that situation work. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. No one cut you off drinking. <laughs> I had two double jacks on the rocks before we took off. I told her, I said, I'm just going to drink myself to sleep. She yeah. goes, let, let me know. And I'll change. And so I went, I had two different tracksuits. I had one tracksuit, which was like tweed. And then I had a velour tracksuit. <laughs> oh, you've got to step up your tracksuit game when you're flying private. Oh, of course. And yeah. And she's taking my two chairs and putting an inflatable inside them so it was a bed. Oh. I was out before she was done doing the pillow. Oh, oh. man, that is all. You know, like there's a, there's a scene in the movie Crazy Rich Asians where they, they have their their first class, and it's it's better than any hotel room. It's like, I need something like that to go to sleep. It's impossible, though. You know, but but God bless oh. you. You're able to do it. Now, was, in fact, Mark Hamill on that flight? He was. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's a great video that, that Mark yeah. posted of him talking about this secret project that he's a part of, and you can see Pert... <laughs> Comes around the corner with a shirt off, <laughs> drinking wine. Uh, it was so well done. Uh, how did how did you get Mark involved in this movie, uh, Bert? So it you know it's kind of tricky because of COVID. You know we kind of had to narrow it down to like it, it, it was a difficult it was a difficult sell because not everyone that is old enough to play my dad would want to come to Serbia, right? And we got word that Mark Hamill was just interested and everyone dropped everything and was like hold on i get means like that means darth vader's my grandfather <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think about that yeah. uh, we, uh, we, we lost it and we, we took a meeting with him and he was you know it's amazing you forget like actors really know what they're talking about like he had read the script he had questions about it he didn't like certain aspects of it and wondered if we could change it and we were all we were all like Mark, we'll turn this into whatever movie you want it to be. Yeah. No, it's so cool. He One thing since the beginning of the exposure to Mark Hamill in interviews, even for way back when the first Star Wars movie came out, one thing was clear. The dude has a really good sense of humor. So he's got to connect to stuff like this. We, we, I, we, I told him, I said, I want to shoot a promo outside the private jet like I do for my tours for this. And so we had like a, a crew from yeah. Legendary to go shoot it. And I said... I gave him, I mean, I swear to God, I've given so many more notes to people. All I said was, I'm going to do like an intro read. You just come up and I'll be like, what's up? And just say, just get on the plane and I'll go, hey, I thought we could do that. And then just cut me off. We did one take and it turned perfectly. I sat with the executive from Legendary and I go, okay, I can't tell if that's because he's such a great actor or did we just get lucky? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Bert, you strike me as somebody that not much rattles you, but maybe you'd be a, not intimidated by Mark, but um, is it? are you blown away by the fact that he's in this movie with you? Because it's he is a legendary. He is Luke Skywalker. We watched Star Wars the day before I left with my kids. <laughs> yes. And my daughters are like, I cannot believe that's going to be Papa. Like, I cannot believe. It, it, and, it, you know, you you can't you can't you can't forget like i wanted to be him when i was a child yeah like yeah. I, when I was a child 
and and for everyone on the jet with us they're like he is the reason i got into movies like it's cr- it's it's not lost on me at all. Wow. So so a couple things you mentioned yeah. le- is legendary behind this. Are they the is yeah, that the legendary. company? So they're they're on a huge role. Uh, and is now is this a is this a Netflix movie or is it is it uh, okay? It's no be- no. It's, I, I, I know you can see me. I just shook my head as if yeah. we're not doing radio. Right now. <laughs> full the, full uh, theatrical no, release. Uh, yeah, we want to put it in theaters. Yeah. Yes, dude, that's awesome. Oh. It's so cool. And and so the fact that this. You know, I was thinking about this when the whole idea of the machine, the movie came up. You've this was a, such a part of your your embryonic um, act early on, and what you would talk about. And the story is just incredibly. People never get sick of hearing about it. But this will now give you the opportunity once it's done. When people ask about it, you can just say, "Watch the movie." Uh-huh. Because well, how many times have you told the story? This isn't the origin. This isn't that story, though. Isn't it's, this? It's a, a little bit past. It's a, it's yeah. a, a follow up to it, Bert. So, so we had pitched. We had pitched versions of the story to a bunch of different places, and we went into Legendary, and this guy, Kale, who's our, who is a guy who I ran into like nine years ago, and he saw me do stand-up once in Burbank, and he gave me his card, and he goes, I want to do a movie with you. Wow. This is like nine years ago. And now I'm in his office, and he goes, all right, you got to do one movie. He's like, I want to do a movie with you. I just, what movie do you want to do? And I said, well, if I got one movie to do, it's The Machine. And he goes, how would you tell that? And I go, I got to be honest with you, Kale. I don't know. I said, my biggest fear is I'm going to get hired for a corporate one day and I'll get there and they'll go, just tell the machine and it'll be the Russian mafia. And he lit up and he goes, say no more, say no more. Wow. Let's do this movie. And so go ahead. based off that little pitch, we got writers attached, then we, a director, and then all of a sudden everything kind of built off of that. The director is Peter Antecio. Is that how it's pronounced? Peter uh, Inten- Intencio. Intencio. So he's from Key and Peele. And he did the the movie uh, Keanu as well, right? Yeah, the guys. And, and you forget, like he really puts the work in. Like I'm doing a wardrobe fitting the other day, and they're like, "Well, he sees a lot of oranges in this movie," and I was like. He's thinking about colors, and they're like, "Yeah, he's a director, you yeah. moron." <laughs> <laughs> he's concerned with visuals. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "I'm so used to doing like Instagram videos, yeah. I don't think about anything." You don't think about color correction and things like that. Oh, that's great. So, so do, you're in quarantine right now for a couple of days, right? When does when does filming actually start? Uh, filming, we're, we have rehearsals for a couple of weeks. Okay, filming starts, I think. Uh, <laughs> May fourth. May fourth. May okay. the fourth be with you. That's oh, right. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It, what's hilarious is, um, I, we put out the video and it's got a lot of traction and like everyone hit me up. Everyone hit me up. Like even like people who don't get phased by it. Like Rogan was like, "Dude, Mark Hamill's your dad." <laughs> and then, yeah, and and then and then I went on the news and my news Google feed and I was in my own Google feed news. And it said, Burt Kreischer is not going to rehab. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. Bert, I got an email from someone. I was like, hey, since he's your godfather, I thought I'd reach out to you. Is Burt really going to rehab or was that a joke? <laughs> I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I said it to Casey. Yeah, we were doing Two Bears, One Cave. And Segura wanted to say, you know, congrats on the movie. And I, we couldn't talk about it yet. Right. And he goes, tell everyone where you're going. And I go, I can't. And he goes, just say it. And I go, I can't. And he goes, say it. And I go, 
I'm going to rehab. And it made us laugh. And we just kept talking about it. And then we forgot to say, I'm not going to rehab. <laughs> Angela, everyone sent me these really heartfelt messages. Like, this is a new step in your journey. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Bert, I don't, I, have we more spoken believable to... that I would be going to rehab than shooting a movie. Yeah. <laughs> have so... we spoken to you since the whole Jennifer Aniston thing happened? No, you have not. Okay, so uh, for our listeners, um, explain how that all came, you know, how that all um, happened. So Segura and I were doing Two Bears, One Cave, and he said, he made up a lie, and he said he met Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and and I, I really fell for it. And I re- and, and and it was a funny story, a funny lie. And then he goes, he go- I said we should make a pact. If we ever meet Jenna Raniston, we've got to bring the other one with us. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, let's set up the scenario. You pitch it to her. How would you want to meet? I said, I want to meet at her house. And he's like, that's a little aggressive to say. I want to meet at your house. And I was like, well, we can't do it at my house. We can't do it at your house. And he's like, should we bring our wives? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I go, can she bring someone? And he goes, yeah, probably for safety. And then and then he caught himself and he goes, that's, maybe that's not the message we want to send out. <laughs> you, you, you better need protection. <laughs> at the idea that we we were pitching that she should bring safety to a meeting with us. And we laughed probably for 10 minutes. Literally just laughed yeah. for 10 minutes. And then and then one night I'm, I'm sitting one night, I'm getting ready to I get done working out, I'm at the new house, I'm getting ready to have a cocktail. Segura calls me and he goes, Have you checked your DMs? And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, Check your DMs. I check my DMs, and I got a DM from Jennifer Aniston. Wow! And we lost it. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was like a. This is the you guys are the funniest guys, and then we're like, do not let her re- watch any of the Reese Witherspoon stuff we've done. <laughs> I don't think she'll think we're funny anymore. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome! Yeah. Wow, wow! It was, it was it was crazy. So, uh, going back to the movie for a second, Bert. You know, Mark Hamill's the only name that's been uh, announced associated with this. Is there? Can can we? Leave a little information here on the President Steve Show. Anybody else that we might know is involved in the project? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say their names. <laughs> Are you using a lot of a lot of um, local actors or actors from Europe that we might not be familiar with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's, we're using a lot of them. The guy playing Igor is awesome. I mean, if I sent you his video, I'll send you his video. Yeah. Uh, if I can get it today, I'll send it to you. And you will fall in love with this dude the second he says, the machine. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, that's my favorite casting probably that I've seen. I, actually, everyone's great. The girl, I, I don't know who I can say, but I, by the way, I can't even say any of their names. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> would, so cool. I would love to see like Boban, Mar- uh, oh my, how do you say his last name? Basketball player, seven foot five. Oh, oh yeah. he's in, he's, he's in uh, John Wick in uh, John 3, Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy would be great. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's not what I wanted to ask you. Um, so you do Two Bears in One Cave. You're also doing this podcast with Bill Burr. We're actually going to have Bill Burr on the show tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so why do you giggle like that? I bet that guy makes me giggle. Has he ever told you? Has, has he ever told you about the time he was at the Sistine Chapel? No. <laughs> Should we ask, him, we about ask him about it? <laughs> or is he going to get mad? No. <laughs> he goes... He's like, I'm such a moron, Bert. <laughs> you know, I'm at the Sistine Chapel with my wife. We're looking up, and I'm thinking, ah, this is great. You know what? If someone was smart, 
They'd open a bar right outside here and call it the 17th Chapel. The <laughs> 17th? The 16th Chapel. We did a podcast with Stan Hope. That's great. And all we did was talk about day drinking, best day drinking scenarios. And Bill hasn't drank in like two years. Yeah. And I swear to God, I, all of us almost fell off the wagon. You know, you, well, you know, by the way, here's a connection. You're now, you're going to be related to Mark Hamill in The Machine and Bill Burr's on The Mandalorian. You're you're all now living in the Star Wars universe to some yeah. extent. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, what's interesting is I got an offer to be on The Mandalorian like uh, uh, two months ago. They hit me up. They sent me with this role and they're like, hey, you interested? And I was just like, I'll pass. What? And my daughter lost it. They're like, <laughs> "Why? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really, I'm not really like a. I don't, I don't think I don't watch Mandalorian. Like, I tried to watch it, I couldn't get into it. Right. And my daughters lost it. They lost it. It's a great. Lost it. It's a great show. It's so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, and so then, when we got Mark Hamill to play my dad, I went. I, I think I'm. I'm still a Jedi, guys. Like, <laughs> it runs well, you, in the family. You know, yeah. Bill's whole thing is he's always made fun of the Star Wars universe. He's always, and here he is, and he, he jokes, he talks about, you know, you're, you're friends with him. Uh, and here he yeah. is, square in the middle, and now he's he's having to sort of sheepishly say, okay, I, I, I kind of get it now, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, he's, I, I wait, that's a, bad, that's a great one. Ask him to tell you about all the stuff going on in season one. Say, hey, Bill, the, the seasons you did, tell us about the story. Oh, he has no he idea. He hasn't watched any of them. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, yeah, we'll get him on that. Bert, it was years ago. We had uh, we had done this live broadcast. Basically, it was from a, uh, it was from uh, like a trash company, right? So it's a place. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they won an opportunity. They, they did a charity drive, and they won an opportunity for us to broadcast live. And Bill Burr came out, and we actually flew him out. To this live broadcast in a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if he's going to remember that, but it was so funny because that was like the first taste of the real Bill Burr that I got because we were we wanted to play we play this game called Crack Shot right and Crack Shot is listeners call up give us trivia questions if we get it wrong we get shot with a BB gun and so we wanted him to be the shooter and he's like no nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to do it. I, he's like, he's like, you know, I was like, oh my god, I'm like this. I, I think we just offended Bill Burr. Like this is like shooting people with a BB gun is beneath him. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like, we weren't shooting him. <laughs> no, he, he was going to shoot us. us. Yeah, but still, he didn't like it, so that was fine. Yeah, it, it apparently didn't hurt his career, so he's doing he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, so how long will the shoot be taking place uh, for the machine, Bert? Three months. Three months. Okay. Wow. Is your family wow. coming out at all? Uh, my wife is. Uh, yeah. it's She comes out in like two weeks. And then I wanted the girls to come out. But everything's, you know, st- everything's still kind of weird with COVID. Yeah. I, wanted to go, I wanted to go through Europe with them. I was like, we're never going to get this opportunity again. Does, but, she, get, uh, does she get the uh, Gulfstream 550 treatment too? Or she, will she be flying? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Lufthansa. <laughs> yeah, there you go, coach. Take the loofah, honey. <laughs> she, she'll be flying standby. <laughs> Oh, if you man. if you think about this, Bert, listen, this has been a traumatic, horrible year for the planet as far as, you know, all the stuff that's been going on. But you have been on a career high. Yeah. <laughs> you have been on fire. It started with your Netflix special, the, the Go Big show, the Cabin show. Every time you turn around, you got something out. Now you're in production on the machine. Have you had time to pause and process how 
how things are going. In light of all that's not going right, you are the one shining beacon. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a great 2020. I don't know what everyone <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Harvard Medical School actually called you to give a, a, a talk yeah. on how to properly set a bone in somebody's arm based on what you did for Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah, Tom blew out his knee and broke his arm. I had a great game that day. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Casey yeah. references oh. Casey references all the time and just starts cracking up at oh. you going over. Just because you didn't like the way his arm looked, you're like, uh, I, you shouldn't do your arm shouldn't be like that. Let me do that. And then you gave him a little tap, a little tap on the. Hey, good job, buddy. Dude, yeah. It makes. I sometimes I just think about it and I laugh. That was so funny. Yeah, I have. I had. I I did a tour. I did four tours. I did the vet. I I had. I had a fun 2020, man. I, everyone's complaining about it. It seems like it's. It seems like 10 years ago that we were in the parking lot and you were doing the show. And, uh, yeah. but here we are. Yeah, but at least wow. the, the general consensus and feeling is that we're moving out of this, which well, is good. The, the the last thing that we did as a, as a show collectively with listeners oh involved Bert at the Cardboard Classic. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was, you know, a little more than a year ago at this point, but Bert was there for that. And then the crap at the fan, man. Yeah. Everything stopped. And then the, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's your yeah. team. <laughs> This has been a really great year, man. I'm really, things are looking up and up. Wow. All right. Well, listen, man, it's uh, it's exciting news. And this whole thing with Mark Hamill is, it's just the, the coolest. So it's unbelievable. We'll, we'll, we'll hope that, uh, that filming goes well and everything runs its course. And, uh, and hopefully we'll be talking to you soon, man. But we appreciate you checking in all the way from Serbia this morning. Well, thank you guys. I, I love you guys. I, I really do. Thank Likewise. You Excellent. Yeah. All right. Plus, we love you. Later. Bert Kreischer, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Take care, bud. That's awesome. All right. So, Jesus. wow. He's so cool. He's living the life, dude. Now, he's living the life. And I had never, I hadn't thought about that until you pointed that out, Steve. Yeah. That the world has gone to hell and Bert Kreischer's uh, is just on top of everything. The pinnacle of his career. <laughs> Good for him. Wow. All right. Um, so, we have a couple of minutes. I want to remind you, we do have the uh, money clip contest coming up here. At eight, your first chance to win, and maybe if you win that money, you could spend some of it on mom. Yes, because Mother's <laughs> Day is coming up, and well, you know what? Who would we turn to for good suggestions on what to do for Mother's Day? I don't Obviously, know. Obviously, Gary Lauer. Yeah, yeah, of course. God, <laughs> let me clear my throat real quick. No, uh, actually. <laughs> Kathy has been contacted by various television uh, stations in our region to come by and uh, essentially be a consult what? for Mother's Day giving and activities. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I did a Mother's Day gift guide. Uh, so it's more, you know, items and services that mom might like as opposed to the traditional, you know, like activities. activity list. Although... Some of them really could be transformed into an activity. So we, this whole positioning has worked because you you've been doing this and you've been doing hard work like on the um, on the activities and all that stuff. But you have your own jewelry stuff now. You're you're becoming Mominger. You're becoming Chris Jenner now. <laughs> <laughs> Soon you're going to have your spanks and all that stuff. Right, exactly. Oh, sk- yeah, skinwear. Yeah. Are, are we going to see this turn into a uh, Scathy? Uh, <laughs> an official? You know. Uh, 
like uh, Kard- Kardashian yeah, business. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it a, is probably I mean, need a sex date. Nick, not the not, not the one that already says something better. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, you've said that this. If you weren't doing this, like some sort of like party planner, planner type of this. I mean, this is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, and you love it. Yeah. And you know what? You're good at it, too. I mean, that is an authentic compliment. The stuff that you come up with and the stuff that you're doing, uh, you can tell by the way people are enthusiastically responding to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, like, the gift guide was kind of just, it, you know, it, it's something easy for the news stations right. that they now don't have to plan for. <laughs> they, I just did it for them. News stations love to turn the work, you know, something that we we excel in as well, yeah. And, listen, I do not, I don't, I find there, that there's nothing wrong with suggesting or giving some ideas right. of what, you want so you actually get something that you like, whether it's birthday, holiday, Mother's Day, whatever. It sure. Is. So, so where can we expect to see you popping up? Do you have a, uh, yeah, a list? So I'm going to be uh, on with uh, Anya on NBC Ten. I I don't have the exact dates okay. when I have them. I'll let you guys know. But right. um, I'm going to be on her show. Uh, I'll be on with Jen Fred on Fox 29. And then, do you guys remember Shirley Min? She's actually on WHYY. Yeah. She was in the area for a long time. She moved down south, and about ten years ago, she came back and she popped up on WHYY. So Shirley was one of my very first friends in the industry. I worked with her. Did she work at NBC10? Uh, she worked at she worked at UPN 57 which okay. is where I met her. I forget where she went after that. Maybe 3 Channel 3 something like that. But um she yeah, she was one of my first friends. I think the last time I saw her, I was probably like 23 or 24. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, so we, we just reconnected yesterday. We chatted for a little while, and then we did a segment. So uh, it'll be on her show as well. So when they air, I'll uh, I'll let you guys know, and I'll post it on social media. And so is this uh, uh, gift purchasing mainly? Yeah. Or? Okay. All yeah, right. that's exactly what it is. Stuff to get mom for Mother's Day. So you hand her something, and you can show her your appreciation, whether it's from, you know, dad or, uh, you know, the, the kids or whatever it is. You know what? So... Every now and then now, my wife and I sit down and watch QVC because, like, a lot of times it's just one of those things, like, we we, we kid around. We joke, hey, let's see what they got. And uh, that's something that'd be, you know, our friend Brett Hamilton does the the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Maybe for, he can sell my jewelry. <laughs> but, I mean, why don't you do it? Have you, well, have you I approached actually, them? You know, yeah, I have. Yeah. We, I actually was talking to a guy at QVC. It takes – QVC sells – so much that the the product number you know the number that yeah, they push out you well so you have to have before you even go in and speak to them you have to have a manufacturer in place so okay, that's actually right. something that because uh, it can't I, be you make it in your basement yeah right yeah. it can't be like hey uh, I have a few pieces no yeah. you, you need to have like thousands and thousands wow. of pieces did you say that movie Joy I with, did uh, yes. yes and so Jennifer it was Lawrence. it was I, I didn't love yeah. it but but it was, it was okay. an interesting peek as yeah. to what happens on that side of things and that was in the earlier stages yeah. Of QVC, but it's a it's a machine. So uh, they know. have between that and the I guess the home shopping network, uh, the, and now they're like, you can just on your Xfinity remote, I know, it's buy like, immediately. Right? <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's easy. like crazy. So while I'm I'm excited for you, I think this is neat uh, that you're doing. I think it's really cool. I so here's the deal, uh, Mother's you Day. You hate Mother's Day? No, no, it's <laughs> not that at all. And and I like the that that you'll have ideas for us to to get. Okay, but here's what I don't want. Okay. Don't get crazy with the ideas. Uh, yeah. Okay, because Mother's Day is a wonderful thing, but I don't need another. I don't need it to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and all of a sudden it's one of the major another. And and, and you don't need to do it for Dad's Day either. You don't need to do it for Father's well, Day. Just an acknowledgement, some nice things, but don't go it's crazy like, with it's it. It's like a mini Christmas. No, I'm just yes. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Mother's Day <laughs> traditionally is the biggest restaurant day, yes. right? 
Yeah, it's and become I believe, that. The, it uh, is. The, uh, the brunches. Taking, right, mom yeah. out to a meal. Mm-hmm. And I believe... It's a contender with the flowers as well. I believe so. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. you're correct. It's, with think Valentine's of, Day. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so one of the biggest days for flowers. Those are, those are the two things. But no, you can pres- say, I love you this much, but I actually have a line across a bar that says this much. This much. So this is how much you're much. getting. Put it into perspective. Yeah. Uh, no, Preston, it's, it's some are services, like spa services, to send mom on a different day. Cool. Others are an actual item you're going to put in a gift bag and hand to her and, like, you know, one of the things that I have on there is twenty five dollars. It's not okay. It's not crazy. Good, perfect, and and I, you know, some fresh ideas are always good when it comes, to, especially for somebody like me who needs to be handheld through the gift purchasing. You got her process. a grand pad a while ago. You can, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking also something for Rochelle for as wife, well. Yeah. So yeah, get her a grand pad. And the other thing, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I know you. <laughs> I know your sight isn't that good anymore. But the numbers are so big. The other thing I forgot to mention is that I used all local businesses. We we love that. Local businesses. All right, so let us know when those features are popping up. I will. We'll mention that. All right, we got to take a break. We want to be on time for your chance to win 500 bucks and the Preston and Steve money clip. It's on the way as well as the Bizarre File. We'll be right back with that stuff. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with drive up and go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Going up to about 66 degrees. Uh, I was calling for cloudy skies all morning long, but it's kind of been pretty nice. Yeah. But, uh, the clouds are going to be increasing. We're going to have some rain by the time we get to this afternoon. Showers expected tomorrow as well. And then Friday, we're only going to get up to about 57. So, And it's not going to be a great weekend. I mean, it's not a washout or anything like that. But still, we got a taste of that 70-degree weather this past weekend. It's my wife's birthday on Saturday, so i gotta got to gotta change the weather. All right. Uh, we're going to do Fox Good Day. Here we go. 57. Mm. Well, I'm excited to talk to Preston and Steve about this one because we're going to have some confessions up in here. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So a new survey lists the things that we often lie about to others. Okay. Do you guys want to confess first, or should I read some of the things you lie about? Give us a taste. Okay. You, um, what you do for a living, or okay. how many responsibilities you have at that job. Like you're, tr- like you're in charge of the whole department. I run the whole show. In oh. fact, I'm the vice president. Yes, right. we are the vice presidents of Beasley Community. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's what okay. we do. We just do this tra- for fun. Your travel stories are things that you've done on vacation. Uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lie about that. No, no I want to share. Yeah, if it's real, what, what do you make? Yeah, I've I've been to Jupiter. Right. <laughs> I mean, are you saying about... something didn't happen, but it actually did? Oh, okay. All right. I 
No. Uh, yeah. The problem is that we we have just never lied, and that's the oh, issue. Yeah. And never embellished. Teach there, us there, your there, ways. I think there are things that are the obvious, and I think I saw one a couple on the list, like exercising. People talk about how much they exercise, or their sexual prowess. Or things of that nature, right? Is, is that a common cat? You're always I mean, boasting about what a lover you are. Can you really lie about exercise, though? Because, I mean, can't we see the results? That's why I feel like I have to tell the truth. Well, so we can tell it. yeah, I, I guess to some level you could, but some people do em- embellish, you know? Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I don't lie about, uh, so as far as the, the work situation, but I will use work as my excuse. Like, if I don't get back to somebody, I'm like, Work's been crazy. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Kathy, That's it. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to think of some of these things, and, and I'm like, wow, I'm a pretty honest person. As I was thinking about this. No, right. I'm not. But, Kathy, that's the one I'll use. It. Wow, crazy busy week this week. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Preston's napping yeah. under his desk. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, it's the most awesome setup Preston has under his desk. There's an I, actual bed. I actually yeah. do have a bed under yeah. my desk. Really? Yeah. Can yeah. you send pictures? I know. You can need to tweet out a picture or something. That sounds so convenient. I'll, I'll yeah, do well, that. I think we've taken a video yeah, before. Yeah. I have a little yeah. yoga there's mat. A, there's a curtain. It's I, actually, made, I, I put a curtain there. Yeah. So I it's, it. yeah. it's like a sleeping berth on a, on a railway car. Yep. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Been crazy like busy this week. Like George Costanza. Like George Costanza. Yes, Karen. One of the Here's one. Cooking skills. Uh, you may not know you're lying, but... No, Preston's actually really... I don't... I, in fact, I boast that I can't cook. Yeah. And this validates going out to eat all the time. Mm. But uh, any, Kat, Kathy is even no. very candid. She can't yeah, cook no, to save I don't, her life. I yeah. can't cook. I don't cook. Because I'm the, terrible. the problem is if you you get trapped by your own lie, because I think if you if you boast about cooking... If you ever have a party or whatever, it's going to catch up it's with you. Catch up or somebody real fast. might ask you to make something for them. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds delicious. Could uh, you make that for me? No, I was lying. <laughs> what about you guys, Alex and Karen? What are, what are a couple of things that, that you're guilty of? We want to hear from you. Yes. Karen, you go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will, if, if like. Kind of like you guys, I'm so busy at work, but because we have to go to bed early, yes. Mike and I a lot of times, oh, we have to go to bed, you know, oh, we can't make it, sorry, or something along those lines, um, it usually does come in handy. What, what, what time do you shoot you, the, the second show that you do, Alex? What time? Um, yeah. Well, that's in the evening, yeah, so right. I have to go to bed earlier. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> um, I should go to bed at 8 is usually my target goal in a perfect world. Okay. Karen, but Karen goes earlier than me. Well, Karen's I can't a- make it. I try to do it around 8, but I got all these kids now. They're getting bigger, and they just mm. refuse to be like, they're like, Mom, we got to stay up to 9. All our friends are awake. What do you, you know? <laughs> the worst mom in the world. <laughs> I think sometimes you be, like there's competitiveness where you may like lie about like how great your kids are or how that's, great your relationship is. We talked is. about that. that that's yeah. a big one. And I lie about how great my kids are. I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at it. Yeah. He's real good at it. Yeah. <laughs> or what about getting off the phone? Like, oh, I have to go. Something's happening, or someone's calling. Have you guys ever done that? Yeah, oh, yeah. You do something. Oh, I got to get off the phone. I, I'm not enjoying talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> which is not a lie. Yeah, yeah. which is not a lie. <laughs> Alex, you'll oh, love you guys. You'll love this story. Uh, Alisa Frederico, who you guys also work with, she has been my best uh-huh. friend since we were 15. There have been times, and she knows, I'll, she'll be in the middle of something. I don't want to cut her off, so I just hang up on her. And then <laughs> she texts me, up? and she goes, I guess you had to go. Call me later. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been friends long enough. So no warning, just click. Click. Sorry, I had to, try to go. That. Oh, my wife, my wife and I have a thing where there's the hand signal where I'll go, Claire! Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. You know, he's an idiot. He did something. Oh, man. My, my best friend calls me uh, at like 9 o'clock at night, and it's always when he's walking his dog. 
And I don't even lie to him about that. I go, I've used all my words for the day. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I'm done. I've used all my words for the day. Yeah, That's enough. Yeah. My but, sister has some drama in her life, and so she talks about herself. And then she uh, was talking to my brother who works in compliance, and he's telling her about his day. And all of a sudden, he notices it's quiet. She fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that works too. That's great. That's awesome. Well, that now one. I'm inspired to be more honest. So yeah. Thanks, right. guys. Love you guys. Take care, Bye guys. Bye. We'll see you later. All right, listen, it is, oh my God, it's 8 Oh my God! Yeah. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. That was awesome! Now, here's your money clip keyword. By the way, I think that's the longest segment we've ever done on Fox. Yes, yes. Before. And it was like it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, Mike right, wasn't there. We need Mike out of the <laughs> equation. No, yeah. stop it. All right, here you go. Your keyword is obvious, and that's it. It's obvious. O b v i o u s, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. And there's three ways for you to do it. You can text it to our special contest short code number, which is four five nine one one. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Hyundai City. Again, the word for the money clip, obvious. O-B-V-I-O-U-S. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And it's brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on site. And they also have... Leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulchworks has delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit mulchthis.com for details. Uh, Four girls between the ages of 12 and 14 allegedly started a fire and filmed it on Snapchat because they were bored. That's wonderful. Pennsylvania police, yeah, and it was pretty wild. The bored girls uh, were a 12-year-old and three 14-year-olds, and they faced multiple charges in juvenile court of felony arson. They allegedly used a bug spray and Lysol to spark a blaze at an unoccupied house. They placed a shoebox on the couch, filled it with pieces of paper in the box, and then they sprayed it with the accelerant. The girls reportedly told police they were bored. One of the girls shared video of them starting the fire on Snapchat. And other photos of them at the scene watching their alleged handiwork also appeared on social media. Thank God they're too stupid and they posted that stuff. An officer was treated for smoke inhalation and a firefighter was hospitalized for a medical condition after the fire. Both have been released. Officials are also investigating whether the four girls are responsible for another fire set to a mattress inside a nearby house earlier that day. You just want to go nuts when you hear this. I'm bored. I I was bored as a kid. I never started arts of felony fires. Right. Uh, so you never know how your pets might actually save you. Uh, Dee Dee Mueller was napping in her Paradina, California home on Saturday and had multiple doors open to allow for fresh air to circulate. And that's uh, and so uh, that her two dogs, Mimi and Squirt, hmm. uh, could go in and out of the house as they pleased. Well, Mueller says that they awoke. She awoke when Mimi suddenly darted out of the bedroom and started barking loudly with Squirt following close behind. These are small dogs. These are terriers, by the way. Right. Well, her security cameras reveal that a very large bear had wandered through the open door into the kitchen. Oh, jeez. And it was chased out of the house by Mimi and Squirt. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sometimes the bear, yeah. I mean, I mean, the bear Sometimes. may look at it as not not a real threat, yeah. but a, a nuisance, and want to get out just of there. Leaves, and they take off. But you know, those <laughs> I, I have terriers, and they they'll they'll take on anything. Yes. it's crazy. It's they're insane. fearless. And they're tiny. Uh, the yeah, listen, we just had a situation. We had a bear in here, but we had to chase it out. But you go back and nap, and then maybe next time, close the goddamn doors. Uh, the footage shows the bear outside of the home and wandering to a pond on the other side of the yard where it was once again chased away by the small dogs. Funny. Uh, Beverly McIntosh of Jernsboro, Arkansas, says her cat, Sparkles, climbed a 60-foot tree recently, and no amount of coaxing could get that cat to come down. McIntyre says she tried calling several organizations for help, but they told her that the cat would come down on her own if food was left at the base of the tree. Yeah, there you go. Got your cat down. (laughs) Problem solved. Uh, When weeks went by without Sparkles showing any intention of coming down, yeah. yeah. McIntosh eventually found a tree trimmer who was in town for a job, and the man agreed to climb up the tree to get the cat. Sparkles spent a total of 18 days in the tree. I don't know. Sometimes that kicks in. Most cats are great at, you know, climbing, but that maybe that panic sets in and they can't come back down. As a kid, did you ever climb a tree? Yes, I did. And then realize... Oh, my God. <laughs> I climbed. What have I done? The tree in the neighborhood. The really? one that, like, are you going to climb that? And I went up really far. I stayed up in that tree for 18 days. Ah, oh no, but I stayed up for a while. It's terrifying yeah, 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 when yeah, you yeah. try to get your root down and realize it's a lot more difficult coming down than it is going up. Uh, so, McIntosh says the animal is recovering at home and will be an indoor cat for the time being. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. A New Yorker wants to marry their own adult offspring is suing to overturn laws barring the incestuous practice calling it a matter of individual autonomy the pining parent seeks to remain anonymous because the request is quote an action that a large segment of today's society views as morally socially and biologically repugnant according to court just want to marry my son is it son or daughter i don't we don't know it's they've kept everything out of the the story but the parent argues in a manhattan federal court claim filed april 1st through the enduring bond of marriage two persons whatever relationship they may otherwise have Mm, with one another can find a greater level of expression intimacy and spirituality Legal papers give only the barest picture of the would-be newlyweds uh, failing to identify their gender, ages, hometowns, or the nature of their relationship. It's the craziest story we met in the maternity room. Oh, Jesus. The filing says (laughs) the proposed spouses are adults, the proposed spouses are biological parent and child, the spouses, the proposed spouses are unable to procreate together, by the way. One day, baby, I'm going to marry you. By the way, incest is a third-degree felony under New York law, punishable by up to four years behind bars, and incestuous marriages are considered void, with the spouse uh, spouses facing a fine and up to six months in jail. What is the appropriate age to start dating your kids? In 2014, a state appeals court unanimously approved a case involving a woman married to her mother's half-brother, oh. noting that genetic relationship, that genetic relationship was the equivalent of first cousins, and that was okay. But even that ruling cited the almost universal horror, they quoted, with which a parent-child marriage is viewed. There, the there, parent... I'm sorry. Ahead. There is an anomalous thing that occurs when... People have been separated and and they're they're rejoined after a while. And it they states will, that in yeah, here, yeah, that yeah. they reunite decades later and become romantic, right? Uh, but the parent in the new case who hears wedding bells when looking at their own kids says they want to propose, but would sustain emotional harm if they did so while the current laws are in effect. Hmm. I don't think they have a case. I don't nah. think so. Yeah. Right. No, and you know what? 
we'll just wrap it up there. We'll end on incest. Yeah, it's always a good one. Yeah, all right. Leave them wanting more incest. We are doing something, Casey. Just got a couple things. Handing things and pointing at things. All right, you have a little under five minutes to enter our keyword for the presidency money clip. The word is obvious, O-B-V-I-O-U-S. So do that now. You can text it or you can go through the app or you can go to WMMR.com. And by the way, uh, the contest short code number is 45911. Uh, And then I want to give something away. If you've already texted or as soon as you're done texting... You can call in, and we'll take caller number eight and give you a case of sparkling hard tea from Loverboy. You might, yeah! you might recall, <laughs> you might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series Summer House. It's the better for you premium beverage featuring high quality, low calorie, sparkling hard teas, and you can pick up a six pack for thirteen ninety nine at your local Acme. So, caller number eight, we'll give that to you now. Two one five two six three WMMR. That's the number. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is Carly from Hair Cutters, 6542 Lower York Road in the beautiful New Hope, PA. We've been in business here in New Hope since 1996, and we're looking for new guests and new stylists. Call 215-862-9958 to schedule your appointment or to apply, go to haircuttery.com slash careers. When you call, ask for Carly, Caitlin, or Lauren, and let us know you heard us on Preston and Steve. We look forward to meeting you and making you even more beautiful. Next message. Good morning, all you landscapers, electricians, and do-it-yourselfers stuck at home for way too long. This is John, owner of Contact USA, producing the highest quality low-voltage landscape transformers, timers, and garden lights. We're based right here in Willow Grove, and we want to help you with your next outdoor lighting project. Call us or check out our website, contact-co.com. That's K-H-A-N-T-E-C-H-co.com. Thanks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. There is a new Daily Rush video that is up and available for you to check out. And the name of it is Preston's Porner. Instead of of Preston's Corner, it's Preston's Porner. Like that. Uh, And it says in the description, Preston came across some vintage porn mags. You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com. Sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. It's, uh, well, I know we're going to talk about something, but have you ever seen, like, really, like, archival you know, like uh, black old, and white. Yes, a mm-hmm. porn like like from Ain't, yeah, r- you, like early days of photography. Right, porn. guys with yes. handlebar mustaches. Yeah, and, and it's like, gosh, this is weird. Well, it yeah. just it just goes to show yeah. that human nature. Yeah, yeah. Even, even back then, when things right. were a little more provincial. Yeah, you know, the same menu items were still there. Yep. There's, yeah. There's lots of people who have a, a, a wonderfully perverted sense yeah. about them. So that's uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting look. Uh, there is breaking news that came across in the entertainment world. Break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. Former, and this was on Good Morning America just a while ago, former Bachelor Colton Underwood has come out as gay. Wow. Whoa. Yes, right? The Bachelor. 
who had a whole show based on him dating women. Exactly. Uh, so uh, I'm not he, sure I love you. He was on with Robin Roberts, yeah. and uh, he said, and and this was one of those that had an interesting story behind it because there was a restraining order and all this other stuff. Yeah, it was pretty messy. So he said, I've ran from myself for a long time. Uh, I've hated myself for a long time. I came to terms with that earlier this year and have been processing it. And the next step in all of this was sort of letting people know. Uh, So, you know, and when I first saw the... The headline of this, I was like, "Dude, really? Why would you go and do? Why would you go why? and be on a show?" The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Now that he was on The Bachelorette too, he was a contestant first on that. And you know, if you if you're gay, yeah, God bless you and be who you are, absolutely. But you don't do that. Well, unless you are so committed to trying to hide it. No, listen. Well, it's his I, journey, and he, he, that's I got it. Okay, that's. But it does seem to stand dramatically. I mean, that's exactly the other end of the spectrum. Now, I read the the other excerpts from this story, so bear with me, if you will. I, uh, Underwood realized he was different at age six. He said, uh, but now he says he's the happiest and healthiest he's ever been. But admitted to finding himself in a dark and bad place before realizing his truth. He said, overall, the reason why now is because I got to a place where I would have rather died than say that I'm gay. Jeez. So so the restraining order stuff and the... Uh, what I'll get to all that. So, let, so the former NFL player implied that he had even attempted suicide at one point. Okay, which is horrible. Sort of. He said yeah. this, there was a moment in L.A. that I woke up and I didn't think I was going to wake up. And he said I didn't have the intentions of waking up. I think that that, for me, was my wake-up call. Uh, he was uh, linked to Bachelor contestant Cassie Randolph, who took out a restraining order against him last year. They met on season 23 of the show. Uh, during the interview, he apologized directly to Randolph. He said, I would like to say sorry for how things ended. I messed up. I made a lot of bad choices. Um, Underwood admitted that he was in love with Randolph which made figuring out his sexuality more difficult. He said it made me it it made it more confusing for me. I loved everything about her. I wish that would have been uh that would have been I think it's supposed to say I wish that I would have been courageous enough to fix myself before breaking anyone else. So well, we were <laughs> so, t- go ahead. Here's the deal, they, they, to, to cover the restraining yeah, yeah, order please, thing. Please, yeah. So the pair first broke up in 2019 when they realized they weren't communicating, but learned to work on those issues and got back together. They split up once more in 2020, but the breakup took a dark turn. Months later, Randolph filed for and received a restraining order against him, against Underwood, after she claimed that he was stalking her. Uh, she alleged Underwood put a tracking device on her car mm. and sent her unsettling text messages. She eventually filed a police oh. report about the alleged tracker. Was any of that uh, validated? Well, she dropped the restraining order in November, and I, I don't know, Steve. He does he does address it. Mm. He said the two of us uh, were able to reach a private agreement to address any of Cassie's concerns. I do not believe Cassie did anything wrong in filing the restraining orders. And also believe she acted in good faith. I appreciate everyone's respect for uh, privacy and regarding uh, this matter. Uh, he apologized to her. Uh, and he said uh, he also apologized to the women that he hurt by even appearing on The Bachelor. He said, do I regret being on The Bachelor? Do I regret handling it the way that I did? I do. I do think I could have handled it better. I just wish that I wouldn't have dragged people into the mess of figuring out who I was. He said, but I can sit here and say I'm sorry to all those women 
And I can also say thank you with uh, because without them and without the Bachelor franchise, I don't know if this would have come out. Uh, he admitted that he had thanked God for putting him on The Bachelor because <laughs> it meant that he was straight. Uh, first appeared uh, on The uh, Bachelorette in 2018, by the okay, way. Okay, so he Rebecca. looked at this as validation to himself that he was straight. That's what he's saying. Okay, now, now listen, you know, I, I'll, I'll take him at that. It just, but to your original point, like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess, and listen, I, I, I don't know what it's like to be in that mindset, to be struggling with something like that, uh, to maybe being deny, denying those those feelings within yourself that yeah. you're not sure about are these true feelings or that you know it's got to be tough it's got it's got to be hard but but going on a show like that <laughs> well just going on that show to begin with yes, no matter exactly. just no matter the what people in general that are on that it show it doesn't matter what you are what you are uh, just to go on that show in general and then I'm, this i'm suspect of but, but but i can't imagine what it's like to struggle with something like that it can be easy for anybody to look yeah. at it and go Oh, you idiot. You did that on purpose, you know, and yeah. so forth. But, I mean, you know, having uh, plenty of gay people in my life and in my family, um, and, and I understand the hesitancy uh, to come out with that information, but I guess first you have to be honest with yourself, and maybe you're so afraid of coming out with that information that you're trying to convince yourself that you aren't who you are, and yeah. blah, 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 I guess and it's, man, it's, it's got to be crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe the decision to go on those shows was more of a professional um he was Manu- a former football player, yeah, yes. professional maneuver yeah. rather than, you know, really trying to find any sort of love or, or anything like that. the exposure, you mean? Just exposure. to get his name out there? Yeah. yeah. And we're still in a weird way talking about the guy. I mean, I thought, wow, honestly, Colton Underwood was over. But that's a leap, man. It is. That's a big leap. There are other shows. Yeah. You know, maybe try to go on a home improvement show or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any of the women on the show had any inclination. I'll bet you some did. You know, I mean, it's just like... Women if have a really good intuition yeah, like you'd that. you'd be surprised, though, how what they refer to as gaydar like look at um you know what though no may, maybe there are things there there are elements that are attractive I, I, maybe I, who no, the hell I, no do you know uh, what i'm saying yeah, yeah, i know exactly what like you're some saying. some like like those are the the the, the qual- and you can't make blanket statements about anybody or any anything like that it, it it's right. it, it's wrong to do that however um you know maybe there are aspects that appeal you know to, to um uh uh, to that and yeah, to women, I know what you're saying. You know, yeah. I don't know what the analysts say. I just can't even believe going on those shows to be. <laughs> I know, but that's a that's that. I saw that headline. I was like, wow, yeah. man, that's no kidding. Contestant where you have a hey, harem of women. Don't they have a gay and, and version of the Bachelor? Basically, on on uh, I think it's on Bravo. Do they? A good I, they, they had something. They've had a couple of shows like that. They they are certainly nowhere near as successful as the the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. But they they have been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe maybe that's where you find love. Maybe mm-hmm. aim for that. Now he could yeah. aim for that. I guess. Guess but, what? But I guess maybe it was a. You know, it's it's confusing. Uh, uh for for somebody we need to talk, sweetie. Yeah. Struggling with that. Yes, talk to. <laughs> Talk to somebody who's been yeah. through some confusing things in their life. Well, listen, like th- this guy's going to go through a you know a storm of publicity and and I'm sure like a range of emotions. But I hope cover of uh, People magazine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm I hope when the dust settles, um, he is a happier uh, person. That's uh, all. As a Absolutely. result, that's all. Absolutely. The moment that that, that somebody comes out, who is I reading about? Uh, uh, Rapino. Um, um uh, Megan Rapino. Yeah. Rapino. 
Uh, I was at the, we were at uh, Barnes and Noble the other day, and I saw her autobiography, and I picked yeah. up and I started flipping through it. And uh, yeah, she had, and I was reading about the the moment she decided to come out, and for for people who do that, what a uh, what what a what a wave of relief it can be. Now it brings on all kinds of complexities as well, but the overall sensation of Oh my God! I did it. Yeah, you know, I did it. You know what I, I mean? I know this is not no not a direct correlation, but you've ever had something bad or, or something that you felt embarrassed about, or something in your life that you've ever dealt with oh. on just a small level. I think of like stars of yore, like like who had to completely hide, like the Rock Hudsons of like the world. The Rock, now, Rock Hudson, you know, and, and I, 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 there was certainly a lot that was very sad about his thing. He he knowingly was having relations with people knowing that he was sick. And that was that was something with Rock Hudson. I don't think I, you know, something that can ever be squared with me, at least in my mind. But but he, um, but to, like David Ogden Stiers. That's the one I right, was thinking right, of. For so long, who could not, to me, that's got to be, you're not, yeah, who you, you just are. can't be you. And that, and if we are not who we are, who are, I mean, that's the one thing we own, who we are. If you if you don't know who David Ogden Cyrus was, he was Charles Winchester on MASH. And I remember when that story came out and he was, you know, well into his maybe early 70s when, yeah. when he officially came out. I remember us seeing that story and going, man, you had to wait till now yeah. to do that. You poor yeah. guy, man, yeah. that must have sucked having to live in, in that veil for all that time in your life. Believe it's it, got to be tough. Man. Believe it or not, Preston, I was reading an article, and there was an interview with Kate Winslet. She says, even now you think, okay, Hollywood. Right. There's a, this hub of progressive thinking and acceptance and so on and so forth. That, you know, wow, that everybody's love everybody and blah, blah, blah. Kate Winslet says she knows of four actors, prominent actors, who have not come out wow. mm. and, and just are terrified to do so. Man, I was talking to somebody. And then who, she named them. Over, no, the, <laughs> yeah, over the weekend who, uh, it's not their father, but somebody's father is gay. And I was like, well, okay, that, that sucks because uh, clearly he was not able to, right. you know, come out in time. But at the same time, had he not come out or had he had he come out, then that person would have never been born. Might not have been born, exactly. So, yeah, it's an interesting situation. But, but, uh, but The Bachelor <laughs> never... Colton never Underwood. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, yeah. listen, and God bless his situation. I hope he is uh, free of whatever restrictions he has. I also have to say this also, he's an idiot. He's been an idiot forever. <laughs> that doesn't change anything. Yeah. He's, no, right, he's a right. stone cold dummy. Now he's just a gay idiot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. stone cold dummy. Yeah, uh, but I, I but all, hey. here's happiness. I'm glad he's able to be free of that. Every group, every ethnicity, every every sexual yeah. orientation, every yeah. any, got, any any yeah. classification you can come As up idiots. with. There are idiots yeah. in that yeah. group, yeah. and that is actually what class. unites us. That's right. <laughs> if it weren't for the morons That's, in this world, they're the glue that holds society together wow well all right uh well listen i did some other things that we can talk about let's uh let's dive into the junk drawer why not because yeah oh wait do we have oh, wait this uh, is the uh, new no, music no 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 start it again in case you can be oh, that's, right, that's right that's right wait, say it again preston uh let's dive into the junk drawer oh yes yeah. i forgot about that all right so um oh thank you i'm sorry i didn't Actually, I have to find a story first before I get to it. Uh, 420's coming up. Yeah. Uh, and 
and people are bidding hundreds of dollars for cannabis-themed Colorado license plates, and it's for a good cause. The state is auctioning off uh, the rights to 14 state license plates with cannabis-themed phrases, and the proceeds will benefit the Colorado Disability Funding Committee. Some of the phrases up for grabs include <laughs> bong, yeah, ganja. Now, this I don't know. Teb, uh, Teb Gritty? Ted Gritty? Anybody know that? Not from here. There are some terms Uh, here. Is that that a strain? That I may be too old school for. Well, so this is like bumper stumpers, Preston. Maybe it's not Ted Gritty. Maybe it's like (laughs) T.E. (laughs) Begritty. Oh, that Uh, makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, T.E. Begritty. T.E. Begritty. (laughs) Or Teb Garrity or uh, T.E. Or Teb Gritty. Tigridai. Oh, Tigridi Farms. No, I don't know. That's not. That's where they they make a high quality butter. This is Teb Gritty. T E B G R I D Y. Uh, And also, hash is up for grabs. Uh, There's a license plate that that's uh, I T I S or I S I T four twenty, which is is it four twenty? Is the current garner of bids more than sixty five hundred dollars, making it the most in demand option right now? um, Do you remember years? Well, so uh, when. In the whole history of personalized license plates, there were yeah. things they would certainly not allow you to have. Right. I'm sure drug references yeah. would yeah. have been forbidden a while ago. Agreed. And now it's acceptable, at least in places where it's legal. Do you guys yeah. ever have a vanity plate? Uh, ass man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I never did. Uh, I wanted to for a while, but okay. I never could settle on something that said it all. That was like, okay, that's it. Done yeah. deal. Cap and black fingers. Yeah. yeah so. That would have been good. So my whole family, my me, my mom, my brothers and sister, we had agreed that we were all going to do vanity plates. Our like last name family nickname is Foz, F-O-Z. Yeah. yeah. And so my mom was going to be Foz 1, my sister Foz 2, my that's brother cute. Foz 3. I was going to be Foz 4. Well, the only one who actually ended up following through on it was my little brother, uh, my younger brother. And he was going to be Foz 5, but Pennsylvania made a mistake, and he's now Fonz 5. <laughs> Who is? He's my brother, Kevin. He's Fonz 5? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he's Fonz. Seriously? Yes, yeah, so I swear great. to God. How I come swear- this is the first we're hearing this? When did this happen? Uh, probably over a year ago. Fonz 5. And he was supposed five. to get Foz 5, yeah. and he ended up with Fonz 5. Yeah. And why did he not immediately get rid of that? Uh, You know what? He was doing some sort of research uh, on, on A, how it happened, and B, and how he could fix it. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find. That's a hilarious. Fonz five. That's amazing. That's that's great. By the way, a bunch of calls and texts coming in saying Tegrity is a is from South Park. It's a pot farm, but this this maybe it's a typo. It says T E B. G R I D Y. It's got to be a typo. So yeah, I, if it's I, if it's a Colorado license plate, I mean, yeah, South it's got to be Colorado. Okay, that's pot, why I didn't understand okay, it. It's okay. pot related, yeah. All right, so thank you for your calls. You can hang up now. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, look on the screen, Preston, up above you. It's a it, it, the, what you had in front of you was was a typo. Ah, son of a bitch! Yeah. You Man. rat right. bastards. Other ones are herb. I like that one. What does that mean? No, I'm kidding. Uh, hemp and stash. Stash is pretty good, too. Yeah. And honey. Is, is honey a... Uh, I've never heard that I phrase. I know bees make it. Well, weed. you store your herb in there. We used to smoke out of a little uh, honey... Um, oh, because of... Because uh, of the bear? True romance? Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Brad Pitt's character yeah, smoked th- out of a honey that's bear? That's how we smoked out of it. Yeah. I what, often put the, honey in my tea. It was like an old honey uh, container press, and it looked like a bear. Yeah, yeah, made it into a pipe? Yeah, you can make it into a pipe. And, Did uh, you guys have one of those? Every home had... Uh, we had it. We, uh, we didn't use bear, it for yeah. it. Yeah, but yep, it was great. Absolutely. Uh, which, by the way, a little trick for you. 
if you ever get to where uh, the the honey is uh, thickened or the top gets kind of crystallized and you yeah, can't yeah. you can't get it out, yeah. uh, fill up some hot water in the sink and drop it in there. Oh. A minute or two loosens it, and up. then smoke weed out of it, and then smoke weed out. Yeah, of it. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I no, when we got honey. low on that, I came out as gay, and that was my solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Everybody's got their own method. <laughs> you know, uh, when, I, when I worked for Pierre, I had to get him a, a vanity tag for the for Minerva, and it was just Minerva. Yeah, and it was so easy. Like I, I, it was like three steps on on PA, you know, uh, PA's website, and I finished the process. It cost. $25 or something like that. I'm surprised not everybody has one. Can, can do it that quickly. There are some things like, I was surprised to learn, Preston, you had a story about a, a guy who changed his name. Uh, it was in England, and he cha- legally changed his name to Celine Dion. Yes, and, I remember uh, that. And it was just like he was able to just fill out some documents, mail it in, and it was done. Yeah. I always, so I, I don't know, maybe things have become a lot quicker in those realms, but it, to me, those these always seem like things that took a long while. Yeah, it might be easier now. I mean, yeah. with the with the you know information moving so quickly, you might right. be able to get that stuff taken care of. So anyway, if you live in Colorado, uh, they they are uh, and, and this is backed by the governor and everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can go for it. I wonder how long you know before New Jersey does something like that. Eventually, someday. All right, let me see what else we got in here. Uh, the happiest place on earth is focusing on more inclusion. On Tuesday, Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh Demaro announced that the company's theme parks have added inclusion as one of their core values, and in part, that means that theme park employees will have more flexibility in their dress code, particularly around personal expression. He said Disney will allow workers to have more gender-inclusive hairstyles, jewelry, nail styles, and costume choices. And cast members will also be allowed to show appropriate tattoos. So they're going to you know, so like, let you um, loosen up and wear some personal items. Like Pluto can have a Hell's Angels tattoo on his arm? I don't know. Maybe. Uh-huh. No, but I guess uh, I guess they, they're one of those... Um, <clears throat> Companies or groups that there was very strict on appearance, very strict on. Uh, yeah, they couldn't have facial hair. Like it, right. it's it's very specific, and so they're saying they're you know going to let their employees express who they are a little. That's bit why more. one thing I would would like is the ability to determine if they are in fact an employee. You know that <laughs> yeah. that helps. Um, so I remember Steve. I think it might have been back in like the sixties or seventies. That Disneyland had a very strict like if you had long no hair, long and you're hair. A guy, in fact, they wouldn't allow you. It was in. one of the big selling points. In fact, the uh, I remember when I first went. This was I was a little kid um, when we went to Disneyland. My father was uh, working for Diners Club at the time, which is a credit card company that existed years ago. Uh, and uh, Preston, with that famous, you, everyone would take a picture in front of that sign as you walked in because it was like, look at this. It's wow. Pretty, yeah, it's wild. Wow. Uh, so now they've loosened up. I think the whole tattoo thing, I, th- I think it's, they come to the realization over time, you know, so many people have tattoos yeah. that we can't find enough people to hire. We need employees. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like the Yankees. You couldn't have a, a mustache. You couldn't have facial hair. You couldn't have, like, sideburns. Like, Steinbrenner wouldn't allow any of his players or managers uh, to have any type of expression on their face, it was just a bizarre rule. So they're gonna they're gonna allow that. Which actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue into a conversation that you brought up the other day, Nick. Huh. This is not necessarily out of the junk drawer, but it does tie in with this. In There's another drawer about um, businesses that are now getting back on their feet, getting up and running, needing to hire more people and having a hard time. To finding people to hire, yeah. which is the opposite of what you think it would be. That would, there would be ample people available for work, but right now businesses are having a hard time 
uh, and it's in service industries, well, right? Some of the so yes, like yes. Well, you, well, restaurants. Um, I have restaurants, a, absolutely. A friend that runs a landscaping company. He's having trouble uh, getting people to work in the nurseries, and then uh, down the shore, um, it's going to be uh, like camp counselors are going to need uh, employees this summer. And and Casey and Preston and I were talking about this off air. A lot of the uh, jobs down the shore have been filled traditionally by um, Eastern Europeans, Russians, Ukrainians. And Serbians, uh, people, well, people yeah. from Eastern Europe, yeah. and and uh, they don't know if they're going to be able to come to this country this this year because of travel restrictions. They had that problem last year. So it's, but last year at least the demand was a little bit lower. This year the demand is going to be back because so many people are going to be down the shore. So many people are going to be going to restaurants. So these uh, jobs that were often filled by. Uh, immigrants aren't going to be necessarily filled this year. It's going to be a very interesting problem uh, to see how these positions get filled over the next few months. Yeah, and I, which means I, that you know can mean good things for maybe like my teens that are looking for yeah. you know a part time job for the summer and so on. That it might be a little bit easier to grab something like Take that. Take advantage of it because listen, yeah. the, obviously checks have gone out and people are they're just getting back on their feet and that's the deal. But if you if you grab a job now and and you know get in as when things start to transition and everything's getting back up on its feet, you could have a gig. You yes. know, take advantage of the opportunity now because you don't know if that'll last. Yeah. yeah, I saw on the digital billboard outside of the Plymouth Meeting Mall that Redstone was looking for every aspect of So when do you restaurant. start, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But yeah. no, I mean, it listed, you know, servers, hostess, uh, chef, like it had everything. They were looking for a lot of workers, obviously. Wow. There are two restaurants in Wayne. One's called uh, the Goat's Beard. One's called uh, At the Table. Both of those restaurants are short-staffed. So if you're in, a lot of people that were in the restaurant industry last year left because of the pandemic and have not returned to it. So um, it's it's good because you can possibly find a job at a higher salary. You know, servers traditionally make money off of tips, but they are some rest- restaurants are offering salaried or ou- hourly ra- wages now in order to supplement the tips. Uh, Nick, I kid you not. New story locally. W- at least one or two restaurants are all actually offering signing bonus yeah like mm-hmm. if you if you they if, have if you go you'll get 250 bucks if you go down and and apply for the job and get it yeah there was a uh here's a text says uh we're hiring uh extra plumbers and apprentices and we're offering a five thousand dollars sign-on bonus and he says nobody's calling yeah yeah whoever texted in I you mean, know what okay remember uh, things will change take advantage of this stuff if you can yeah. you know yeah. i saw a sign outside of a business near my house that said five thousand dollars signing bonus and i thought man how does that work there, there has to be some sort of contract that you sign that you can't, you know? You, you can't sign it and clear after it, four days. Get my I'm, bonus and then... I'm sure there's at least a time frame you're expected to work. Yeah. But like you were saying, Steve, so, you know, eventually as, as things are turning around, uh, well, you may be collecting unemployment right now. The bigger picture is having, yeah. having a long-term gig, position yeah. and advancement. And the earlier you get in on something, the more opportunity there is there is for you to advance and make more money. And if you come in when they really need it and they really need oh, the man. help, you, it'll be Don't remembered. Remember. And I tell you something, man. You get in like a – listen, this is a robust restaurant and service industry town. If you get in like to a, a good restaurant – I mean, you can make, you can, that can be a career if you are, you know, uh, there are multiple levels of careers available at a good restaurant. Another one that uh, came up in conversation was uh, this camp that Marissa and I used to go to called Camp Taco. And my son goes there now and uh, a lot of their employees came from uh, the British Isle. So they had a lot of uh, English and Irish and Welsh kids and uh, they might not be able to come over. So they are actively looking for employees right now. If anybody is listening and interested in a job, send me a note and, uh, and I'll let you know about it because they are short-staffed this summer. So Where's it, Camp Taco? It's, it's in Maryland, the, right? Yeah, on the eastern shore, uh, right on Chesapeake Bay. And um, it's Steve, like to your point, there there are jobs out there to be had 
that are good jobs, and they're going to pay better now than they did last year or the year before. And if you're loaded with sleeves and tattoos, you can go work at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. my God, yeah. yeah. Disneyland's going to hire you. Yeah, yeah. that Ken Tock will let you smoke and drink in front of the kids yeah. tonight. Look, dude, yeah. they're not being that picky right yeah. now. Oh, my God. So. Uh, All right, that's all we have time for in the junk drawer. It was a quickie. We just, we just peeked into the drawer, so I'm sure at some point this week we'll have to get back into it again. Uh, we're going to take a break because we have uh, guests coming up, and uh, we have more chances to win money with the President Steve Money Clip. Don't miss that. That's an easy way to make some cash. We'll be back in a sec. Alexa, open MMR. Would it hurt you to say please? Use your smart speaker to listen live from wherever you are. Rock Pierre's workforce blocks while working from home. Get your daily dose of Preston and Steve on demand. Or catch up on the Bizarre Files podcast. Were you one of the first to grab an Amazon Echo a few years ago? Well, aren't you ahead of the curve? Text speaker to 39333 to make sure your Alexa skill is up to date. For a second there, I thought you said we were going on a date. Ha ha ha, no. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Our next guest is on, uh, and he is new with the Philadelphia Union. Uh, and interesting story. Yeah. He's uh, certainly more than qualified to uh, be part of the color commentary uh, for the Philadelphia Union. Is His background in the sport is extensive. Um, and I, I've become a little bit more intrigued with... Uh, Soccer or, any, or or football, yeah, because of Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, and I'm sure that that's that's a thing that any sport appreciates is when there is a a, a show or something or a movie or something like some piece of entertainment that can maybe open it up to people yeah. who aren't into it that that well yet. Yeah, and and I follow the union, but as a result of Ted Lasso, I decided to start following uh, the Premier League and. This guy played for my team. I'm a he man. Played for your I, team. I'm a man. You guy. All right. Yeah. Well, let's stop yapping and get him on. <laughs> Please welcome Danny Higginbotham to the show this morning. Danny, good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you both doing? We're we're doing wonderful. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on, and congratulations on uh, you know being a part of our community. When did you? Now, do I understand that you uh, you have a connection to Philadelphia? Are you married to a Philadelphian? Yes, I am. My wife's from Philadelphia, and she is very jealous at the moment because I told her I was coming on your show, and she was like, what? I used to listen to that when I was a kid and what have you. So already I've got one up, and I've only been here for three months. Or so. <laughs> Just rub it in her face. Yeah, Everything started well. Yes, excellent. That's excellent. All right, Casey had mentioned uh, your... Um, your background in the English Premier League as a player. When when was your career? Um, so I I started playing probably in, in the Premier League properly in about 2000, and then I, I think my last game in the Premier League was 2011. So I was very I was very fortunate, you know, to play for a number of years in the Premier League, and you know it, it's one of those things. You know, I know you just mentioned Manchester United there. My my family were all Manchester United fans. Uh, which was great, and then I made my debut for them in '99, and I was there. I was there from you know till I was 21, and then unfortunately I wasn't considered good enough, which is absolutely fine because they were they were the best team arguably in the world and domestic team at the time. So then I moved on, but just been really really lucky to to do something that I love and to be able to do it for so long, and now to continue doing it, yeah. but obviously from the other side of the fence. So it, it's it, it's something that I'm very very privileged and you know delighted that it's worked. 
works out this way. It's it's what all people dream for, that they're able to do something that they love yeah. for a living and continue to do that beyond when you're an active, you know, participant right. in the actual sport is it's just bonus and and it's 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 a very cool thing. I mentioned Danny at the at the top of the uh, the introduction uh the show Ted Lasso. I'm sure you oh. you've heard about it. Have you watched it? I've, I've watched it and and you know I didn't I didn't pay too much attention and then I've been doing I've been doing some work uh down at down in Connecticut with with NBC and someone mentioned it to me there. So I was like okay, I'll have a watch of it and I just got dragged straight into it. <laughs> Excellent. Just, not not just not just like the the football side of it, but the emotional side of it as well. Yeah, it's so it's such a good program, such a good series, and obviously they're doing a third series now, and it was it was amazing to watch, and I watched it in no time. It's just one of those ones where you just. You watch every single episode, and you're just hoping that there's one more episode to go, uh-huh. one more episode to go. And it was, yeah, it was brilliant, just enlightening. And and like I said, I think I think there was a lot of good, a lot of good things in there, not just the football side of things, but just life. Really, it was brilliant. Agreed, and it's it's surprising in that regard. It's not what yeah. you expected it to be, and, and and I agree with that. But but on the football side, mm-hmm. um, do you see this as an entree to uh, to open up this sport to people that may have not really considered giving it a shot? I, I think so. Yeah, I've been asked to. I've, I've asked the question before, and I've been asked the question before, why is football or soccer not as big as it potentially should be in America? Because I look at, I look at the plays that are coming through. Now you've got a huge golden generation, obviously the World Cup in 2026. And the only thing that I can think is that in England, football is the be-all and end-all. Any other sport is a lot, lot further down the line. Whereas here, obviously, you've got American football, you've got baseball, you've got hockey, you've got numerous other sports that are that are more advanced than football in, in America. Mm. But I do see the growth of it. I've been coming over now for 11, 10, 11 years. And when I first was visiting, all you'd see was, a, was people would be wearing Premier League shirts, but it would be the shirts of just the, the elite, the Manchester United, the Liverpools, and teams like that. Whereas now, you've seen shirts from, from all different clubs throughout the Premier League. So it, it's definitely growing. And the, the potential in this country is is absolutely massive because of the players that, that they're producing now, the players that are going on to play in some of the top clubs in Europe as well. So I think people are starting to take take notice of it now, which is great to see. I want to go back to uh, the TV. Sorry, I got to bring this up. Um, are you mm. an emotional guy? Because you tweeted about This Is Us, and I think I cry oh. <laughs> every episode. It, it's, it's, it, it's unbelievable because I watch it with my wife, and I'm like, every now and then I just take a little look at her just to see whether she's crying or anything <laughs> like that. And then that, that makes me okay. And then, like, every now and then if I get asked if I'm okay because I might be wiping my eye, I just say, I've just got something in my eye. <laughs> it, 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 it's unbelievable. But, like, one of the conversations we were having yesterday after the show was that they're actually they're actually dealing with something at the time that's actually huge in the world at the moment yeah and how they've managed to to tiptoe along the line without going one way or the other is just incredible and the storylines are amazing but it's not just that one of the one of the other things that i've found is that because they keep going backwards and forwards in time how they have chosen the characters because they look they look so alike from being a young age to them being older, being kids, teenagers. 
it's just it's just incredible. There's not enough words to express how good a program it is, and it is, it's just ups and downs. There's, there's times when it's emotional, times right. when there's laughter, but it, it I, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I love it. I can't wait for for every Tuesday when it comes on. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the best shows I've ever watched. Danny, wow. uh, getting back to soccer real quick. We've all been to the games at, at the Union Stadium. It's yeah. an incredible park. I, I love going to watch matches there. Um, but your job now is to um, you know provide that atmosphere for people who are watching it on TV. What What's your perspective on somebody who's played and watched uh, live and in person, and and what do you bring to the booth that maybe you didn't um, know while you were playing the game? Tough. When when I when I was a player, you either loved the manager or you detested him. There was there was no in between, and you get because you liked him. If you were playing week in week out, you you liked him, and that was all that mattered. That you were part of the starting eleven. But then as I come over to this side now and I speak to managers week in, week out from different clubs, you realise the job that they have is incredible. They're, they're actually a father. They're a brother. They'll be an uncle. They're, they'll be the person that a player will go to if they've got problems off the field or anything like that. So it just gives you a bigger emphasis and a better understanding. And then obviously getting used to the getting more used to the tactical side of things. When you're a player, all you have to do is concentrate on your team and the opposition. Now with doing what I'm doing, um obviously concentrating on both teams, what can happen, the the history of both teams. But then also trying to bring my experiences in because it would be pointless if the 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 main so obviously the the play by play man if he's saying something and I'm just repeating it. So I was always told from the minute I got into this the play-by-play guy was the one that would say what was happening, and it's my job then to say why that's happening. Okay. So that's a big that's a big thing for me, and I'm really excited about it because, like I'm saying, football, as, as, as obviously we call it in England, is growing exponentially in America now, and I want to be part of that process to to enable it to grow to for, for it to for it to 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 reach fruition because it, it's got such a huge opportunity over here. And if people are tuning in, maybe for the first time or maybe they're, they're used to another sport but they want to get educated on football, that's my job. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not doing my job. So it's really important to me and something that I'm really passionate about. So I think um, <clears throat> there's going to be some extra eyes on the game tonight. Uh, the Union are home against Deportiva Saprissa. Mm. Now, uh, last week, about a week ago, there was a nasty, nasty play <laughs> that should have uh, ended it with a red card, and it did not. It ended with a yellow card. And mm. can you can you talk about that play and, and how that plays into tonight's game? Yeah, it was... I must admit, this is obviously Philadelphia Union's first participation in, in the CONCACAF Champions League. And Saprissa, are, they're, they're, they're a well-known team in this competition. They've obviously won it before. They've been successful. And the Philadelphia Union got the better of them. Now, don't get me wrong, there was no supporters at the stadium, so the intimidation wasn't there. But as the game went on, there was, there was a lot of frustration. And probably two minutes before the end of the game, I think it was a play for them called Blanco, went through Wagner, who is one of the best left-backs in MLS. And I think he's still in the air at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Hit. He was hit that hard. And I'm wow. straight away, the referee runs over me thinking, right, red card, he's going to get banned for a few games. He got a yellow card. But then the comical thing about it was was that the, the assistant referees on each side of the pitch, they then came into the referee, they had a big chat, and he spent about five minutes just going around to different plays, giving them yellow cards because there was pushing and shoving, there was elbows and everything. So it adds a little spice for, for the game this evening. But Saprissa, they've got, they've got a few plays missing, like a few key plays missing through, through injury. But that takes nothing away from 
the situation that Philadelphia Union find themselves in and, and what they've got to do when they play the game this evening, which I'm sure Jim Curtin, who's one of the one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever met in my life so far, he, he will be saying to his players, don't get dragged into it. Do not get dragged into it. You've got to try to hold your nerve and just try and keep concentration and stay away from all of that. But it's tough. Hey, uh, Danny, I'm I'm curious about in uh, in soccer. In, I know that in, in, in hockey sometimes when there's uh, two teams that have a reason to play more aggressive against each other, on occasion the, the officials will loosen things up a little bit and let some of that fly and let these guys get that out of their system. Oh, yeah. Uh, does that happen in the sport of soccer as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. And that's and, and probably, that probably the reason that you have more arguments. That's probably the reason why you may have a, a five-foot-four player arguing with a six foot six player because he knows that you can't do anything okay so so <laughs> yeah it, that that doesn't happen but then i've been like I, i've been in certain situations where there's been a lot of frustration and anger on the pitch then it can turn a little bit different when you get into the tunnel on the way back to the dressing room that's when tempers can flare a little bit because you're out of the sight of everything so it's it's it, it's a difficult one but what i really loved about watching the union last week against the Prisa was that when wagner was like I said, catapulted about 50 foot in the air. Straight away, every single Philadelphia Union player was over to him. Mm. And they were straight in the corner. It was like, right, okay, well, if one player's hurt, we're making sure that we're, that we're all in there. Okay. And that was, that was really good to see. And that's the impression that I've got about the club, about spending time there probably in the last few months, getting to know everybody. It's a really family-orientated club. And it's, you know, if one person's hurt, everybody's hurt. So they're in it all together, which is great to see. Well, let me ask you because it, it's all fascinating. The fact that you had your, your your career that you did actually actively playing and where you were playing, uh, you know, we, we, there there have been movies and and uh, uh, specials and things just focusing in on on the fandom. Obviously, here we have the Sons of Ben who do a a wonderful job keeping the energy uh, going, um, you know, during the Union games. But um, you know, where you were playing, the level of fandom was uh, and continues to be. I, I, maybe it's tamped down a bit, but it's legendary. Uh, while you were playing, does anything come to mind as a moment where you thought I'm going to have to run out of the stadium? I so when I was when I was 19, I went on loan to um, a club called Royal Antwerp, which is in Belgium, and the fans over there are fanatical. And I went over there, and we lost the first three or four games. Now I come from Manchester United, which is obviously one of the biggest clubs in the world, but a lot of the supporters forgot I was only 19. I'd never really played first-team football. And we lost the first three games that I was there. And I remember the third game. We got beat 5-0, but we should have won 7-5. That's how crazy a game it was. Wow. And then we're coming back on the team bus, and we get outside the stadium, and there's a lot of supporters waiting for us. And I've turned around to some of my teammates naively, like I say, at that age, and I'm saying, oh, isn't it really good? You know, they appreciate that we've had a good performance and they're waiting for us. And the players just looked at me as if to say, you have no idea what's about to happen here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the team's full of all different nationalities. So some of them I was still trying to get an understanding with them. So their look told me all I needed to know more than any words. So all the players have got off the bus and it's been fine. None of the supporters have said anything. Then newbie at the back, me, this 19-year-old spotty-faced kid comes to the front, and they're all surging towards me, saying words that I can't repeat on the radio, <laughs> take your passport and go back to England, this time, what have you. And I was like, wow. I, uh, they, it was incredible. And I remember the manager and his wife, they come and stood in the way, and they, they moved them out of the way, and they said, right, come and have some food with us. So I have some food the next day. I said, I'm going home. 
Wow. Said, I'm, I'm not putting up with this. I'm 19 years of age. And they said, please, just give us free games. The old managers won. Things are on the turn. Things are going to turn around for us. And I'm like, listen, this isn't what I came here for. <laughs> yeah. And he said, give me three more games. If results don't turn around, I will pay for your flight home and we'll shake hands and you'll walk away. So I was like, okay, then I'll give you, I'll give three more games. We won the next 12 games. Wow. And mm. the third game, the third game winning in a row, we were in the dressing rooms after the game and all I heard was this banging. And I was like, what is this noise? You couldn't see to the side of your, nothing around. And I was like, I have no idea what this is. And then I looked up and the, the changing rooms was a glass ceiling, like a glass roof. And there was this man stood on top, and all he had on was his underpants. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is just surreal. And he's pointing at me, huh? and I'm like, I recognise this man. I recognise him somewhere. He's crying and he's pointing at me, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? So then, like, I've got changed, forgot about it, went outside, and this this man, he must have been, like I say, must have been maybe 18, 19 stone. He's come up to me, just his underpants on, and give me this big hug, he's sweating and everything. <laughs> and then I'm like, I remember, you're the one that told me to go home <laughs> with my passport. And, he, and then, like, he spent, like, 10 minutes with me, and he's got, like, 15 Royal Antwerp tattoos all over his body. And he's just crying. And he's just, I'm so sorry, we're just so emotional, this, that, and what happened. Wow. And it, and, and, it, and it was amazing. The turnaround was incredible. And then... All they wanted you to do with them after a game, because whereas players get sponsored throughout the world in domestic football, it's actual pubs that sponsor players in, in Belgium, or it was at the time. Mm -hmm. So they just wanted you to go to the pub with them afterwards and just get absolutely, well, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> so so that, that, that was a really good learning experience for me. And then obviously within the Premier League, you, there are some things that, that you do see as a player, especially after games or even during games where it's, it's such a passionate thing. And, and you have a lot of people that, that work hard all week and they want to let their frustrations out of the weekend. Sometimes they go over the top, but I've, I've played for clubs where you're walking off the pitch, you're winning one nil and you're getting booed off. Yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, it, 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 it just, welcome it's to Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it lets you, you have a good, experiential level now and i think uh you know um listen uh the, the a passionate fan base is a wonderful thing with yeah. certain restrictions yeah yeah it, it is and, and the one thing i'd say about philadelphia is that it's very similar to where i was born in manchester oh you know, okay pe pe people will people people will respect you if they see you leaving it all on the pitch all right, right. That, all right. That, that's all. That's all supporters want to see. That's the same um, here. Yeah. yeah. You just, just be honest. Try your hardest. No BS. And then, and we. I mean, you. When we started the show years ago, that's what we tried to do. And and and, and you will not find a more loyal fan base than you mm -hmm. will with the Philadelphia fan. Yeah, and and the one the one thing that I've said to people because I've played for clubs before in England where the fans are really passionate, and when you're winning one nil and you have nothing left in the tank after about 70, 70, 80 minutes, and it's a ninety minute game, they drag you over the line. Yeah, and what I don't get and what frustrates me is sometimes when you hear people say, "Wow, they're they're so behind us." That atmosphere is absolutely incredible. Opposition players will shrink when they come in front of that atmosphere. But then when we don't play well, they tell us about it. Well, I'm sorry, you can't have both. You can't have a set of supporters that are going to give you everything when they see you giving everything. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But you can't then expect them not to tell you 
when you're not doing what's expected of you on the pitch. So that's the way I like to have it. I, li- I like to have it where, you know, I, the career that I had, there was players that were playing at a lower level than me that were technically more gifted than me. But if the manager said to me, right, there's a brick wall over there, you're going to run through it, then I just try and continue to run through it because that was me and that gets appreciated by supporters. And that's why I say the similarities between Manchester and Philadelphia is, is incredible. And the people that I've met, all honest people, they say it as they see it, and there's no, as you say, there's no BS about it. Yeah. And and that's the way, personally myself, I want to live my life, where if I'm doing something well, someone goes, yeah, you're doing okay, but if I'm doing something wrong, someone's saying, no, you're doing something wrong, <laughs> and they're honest enough to tell you. And then it, yeah. if, if you go about that way, you know you're dealing with good people, and that's the way I've always looked at life. Best well, way to be. You're going to fit right in, Danny. That's mm. great. Uh, well, listen, we, we just wanted to do the official welcome. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk Thank to you, you a number of times through, uh, mm-hmm. throughout the season. But, uh, you know, good luck with the, uh, the game tonight and all. And, of course, uh, uh, we hope the union has a great season and we're glad you're a part of it. Tell your wife we said hi. Yeah, tell yeah. your wife we said thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you very much. Right, you got it. Danny Higginbottom, guys, the Philadelphia Union. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, that game is underway tonight, by the way. So it should be pretty cool. Case looking, I've, I've only just seen a picture of him. Uh, from Ted Lasso, he reminds me a little bit of the um, uh, the captain of the team. Who Nathan? Uh, is, oh no, oh Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Was that who it is? Roy Kent. Yeah. Yeah. The real always pissed yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. But he's got he's got uh, look at his facial features. He kind of has that, uh, he that same look about him though. But super nice guy, man. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. And and, uh, and 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 you know, obviously uh, able to uh, spin a story and, and oh my god, keep things moving. The story about the uh, the guy on the, great. <laughs> on the roof. And by the way, 18 stone, he said, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's oh, a is very it? large individual. Yeah, I think a stone is... a 1,000 pounds. No, a stone is 18 pounds, I think, oh. is what it is. So they, Why would it be 18,000 pounds? Times 18. <laughs> yeah, um, so, by the way, uh, a reminder before we move on to another uh, segment here. Uh, we have a secret text word. I've only mentioned that a couple times today. Uh, so you can text word secret to 39333, and you can win. Actually, a stone is 14 pounds. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Uh, SpongeBob movie, uh, Sponge on the Run. Uh, so Texas, the word secret to 39333. Oh! And you might win. We have another guest who's coming up, but not for a few more minutes. Yes. Yeah, I was looking for Bill Weston. I thought he was right over there. He's, there he's, he's he sitting is. over here. Cheese and so, crackers. Do you have his, uh, his music, I Mr. Cheese and crackers? Do you have his music? Yeah. Oh, where is it? Oh, that, sorry. Wait, is this it? Oh, there it is. There yeah. Full on, yeah, start over again, okay, please, right. if you would, please. So, well, I also have this one. Oh, uh, the... oh we haven't done the official. Let's do it. Introduction mm-hmm. in a while. Oh, the Peter Ladies Boyle. and gentlemen, yeah. Yeah, mesdames et messieurs, yeah. damen und herren, <laughs> from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, <laughs> may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Yes. Yeah. Bill Weston. Good morning, sir. I, I always want to do the putting on the Ritz line, <laughs> but I know if I did that, you'd clip it out and you'd use it against me yes. for the next year. You're, you're smart. <laughs> How are you, Mr. Weston? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I have such great news. Um, I got this late yesterday afternoon about uh, the National Association of Broadcasters does this thing. We've talked about the Marconis in the past. Right. right. And the Marconis are the annual Academy Awards of radio, right? And there's about 23 or 24 of these the things that they hand out to stations and morning shows, right. and different, different formats or whatever. There's an even more rare um, uh, acknowledgement or an award. It's called the Crystal. MMR has never won one. It's for excellence in community service. Oh. And we were, um, there are 10 stations that are awarded this across the country. 
It is a major pain in the ass to try to <laughs> just to apply for this. Right. right? And I got to shout out Laura Lewis, who's one of our employees. She did all the research about what dates we did, how many PSAs we ran, what were the topics of all the public service uh, programs that we ran and the events that we supported, even in a COVID year. Yeah. Because you did ACS Bikeathon. It was a virtual thing. Why well, did the uh, it, no, ACS is different, but I, or, it's the uh, Ben to the, the yeah. yeah. For the shore. Marcus does the ACS Bikeathon, yeah. All of these things, right? And it was probably a 12-page submission that she put together. And anyway, we were announced as one of the finalists. There was 50 stations that were announced as finalists a couple months ago. They announced the winners yesterday, and WMMR is a Crystal Award winner. Hey! Really, really cool. I mean, that's, uh, it's, I've never, MMR's never got this, and it's, uh, it's about community service, which, look, it's about entertainment, but it's also about the blood drive that you guys managed to pull off yesterday, or last year. Yeah. Camp Out for Hunger. All those interviews you do with the the guy, you know, climbing Luke's wall or the big climb the, Philly, yeah, big climb Philly. Um, Maybe we should get Laura Lewis in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a lot of times you'll do uh, you'll yeah, do the, a fifteen minute for five hundred. Listen, uh, yeah. Bill. Thank you. All of us do individual yeah. things, and we all do group things. Uh, you know, we do things as a show. We do things as a station, uh, and uh, it's a really nice acknowledgement. But but everybody in this room does something, and that all contributes to us getting this award. And and everybody at the station does that too. So it's it's a really cool collective effort. Yeah. No, I think also on another thing too. I mean, this so it was a unique year, obviously, with all that was going on. But I think every year, you know, and this is this is a true station thing because everybody's, as you yeah. said, Nick, everybody outside of the President's Tea Show and, and other shows are they're involved with everything. I mean, you kind of bring it every damn year. Yeah, you know? I remember about a year ago, Steve, a little less than a year ago, uh, when the pandemic first hit and everything was shut down. Uh, our show, and then, uh, as it turns out, the rest of the air staff, we went into action. We started delivering those uh, frontline hero signs. Right. Okay. That and, was in the application. And that was that... in the application. And and I was um, – my son had a baseball game last week, and I was exiting the uh, parking lot of Garden Valley High School, and sure enough, there was one of our signs. Oh, no yeah, It was still, still sitting on somebody's front How lawn. How about that? Yeah. yeah. There was the uh, small business thing, the shop local thing yeah. that we put into place shortly after people were really impacted on this. And Pierre was very vocal about the stagehands, unions that were yes. impacted by the, the concerts going away. So all of that stuff was compiled. And um, it's pretty cool. Here's another dynamic about this thing. You can have a small AM station in Brainerd, Minnesota or like, you know, yeah. tiny little town. And maybe I was waiting for a Bill Weston name. That day. I know I cut him off just <laughs> yeah, a moment. You did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you for helping me. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Pud Puncher, Illinois, yeah. in Pud in Pud Puncher, <laughs> and they can dedicate a huge amount of their airtime to doing community service things because maybe the the yeah. economics of revenue, advertising, whatever, allows them to have a lot of public affairs program. Right, the latitude to do it. This is a very successful commercial entity. With, you know, yeah. talent and all that infrastructure, but we still manage to do these things for it's the, awesome. the community that it's we It's so cool. By yeah. the way, WJJY in Brainerd, Minnesota did win. Oh, Right outside and, and of Pud Punch. Not to right diminish those efforts, but I think at a top 10 market, you know, with a station that's personality profiled and very busy and... Yeah. Um, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm just nice. so thrilled that uh, uh, awesome. you guys have a lot to do with that. Camp Off for Hunger obviously was one of the big things that was part of the um, application as right. well. No. So, well, that's... Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody and a shout out to uh, Kathy Romano. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, just because she's beautiful and she's got a, <laughs> oh, got a really intriguing jewelry line that's coming out. Um, every three months, she has to uh, create the quarterly report, which yeah. is the compilation of what uh, Marcus Goldman does. Uh, Marcus from our air staff does a public affairs program every Sunday. Every, yes. So it's the, the programming that we do as well as the events and the initiatives and the interviews and, and the, the support that we give a lot of good <laughs> events in our town. And all the stuff we do on this show, too. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's right. awesome. That's so right. it's great that we and got it. The listeners that support those events yeah. that give us their blood yeah. and their food and their money and all that kind of By stuff. By the way, we've got you, a you. we have an announcement concerning that coming up very soon. Okay. Yes. Uh, about the blood drive. So that's me on the way. Great. Uh we we got about another, I don't know, a minute or so before our next You want to uh, sing us a song though? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, you know what I would do? The hardware <laughs> doesn't come for, the hardware doesn't come. <laughs> For uh, maybe a couple, three weeks. So that would be nice when it gets here to involve Pierre. Right? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. Do that at the crossroad because, right. you know, Pierre's got a lot to do with our... He does, you know. yes. I heard that Pierre last week got an A-plus on one of his shows. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, no, is he that good? Oh, my God. Well, it was, it was a happy like, show, right? I had sat down with Pierre <laughs> a couple of days prior to that and said, look, Pierre, you went nine minutes talking <laughs> about Uncle Dale in the hospital. It's yeah. like... Look, good cause. Uncle Captain Dale helps. It's we Captain love him. Dale. Captain Dale. Yeah. Captain Dale. Yeah. Nine minutes. And he was very receptive to that. I appreciate being able to coach yeah. a guy with that much experience, right? Yeah. Two days later, he does this amazing break block feature on Cheap Trick. He said all the right things about music and friends and whatever. I said, I felt compelled to come down. And wow. He must, have been, he must have been blown away. Give me a plus. He yeah. thought it was coming in to yell at him for playing a deep track or something. Cheap trick. But like uh, no remorse. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. good. It <laughs> happened. I think we've only had two A-pluses in 15-plus uh, years. And one That's was it. a joke because he yeah. felt as though he needed to give it yeah, to him. Was it? Yeah. yeah. So I think we really only really have matter. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you also got a you got a twenty three share, so <laughs> oh, you know, that's a nice grade to get to in the ratings. So well, all right, we didn't make thirty. I appreciate that so much, you guys. Oh uh, my god, no problem. All right, all right, Bill West. Thank hey! you. There he goes again. Give him some uh, music, please. You know what? I, I want to give him his regular music. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you, Bill. All right. Uh, let's see. I do need, I do, and we do have a little bit of time. Uh, so, case. We're ready to go. Oh, we're ready to go? We are ready to go. Oh, I was looking that? for a phone call. Oh, had... oh no, no, no. It's a shit. Oh. We didn't know that. Look at his hat. All right. Uh, I can't see it. What is it? It's an eagle the eagle's hat. hat. Hey. Oh, very nice. Please welcome. You know him uh, from the movie The Sandlot. And uh, there's something special that they have. Uh, the, the the cast members have come up with. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh, which is really cool. And uh, Timmy Timmons' character he played in the movie. Please welcome Victor DiMattia. Yeah. Hey. Hey. hey, Victor. What's How up, you guys? Doing? Hey, good. How are you? So the Eagles hat, you bought that special for this interview this morning? Many Eagles hats. I grew, I grew up in the, in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Didn't know that. Wow. Uh, when did you leave the area? How old were you? Uh, I was uh, in my 20s. I, I left and went to college. I went to the Academy of Art in San Francisco. No kid. Where, where did you go to high school when you were? Did you? Are you a Sally's boy or Archmere guy? No, or? I went to uh, so a couple of my cousins were. I went to uh, AI DuPont High School. Oh. oh. How about that? I wish I would have known. I am <laughs> such a huge fan of the movie The Sandlot. Uh, that I wish we would have been great friends growing up. That would have been... <laughs> we, we could have. We, I was right there. Do you no. know it's an amazing thing here with this movie? And we've had, we've had, I believe we had the writer director. Um, uh, we've had other cast members on the show. Yep. Uh, you know, I think. Could you imagine the nightmare if you guys didn't embrace? How near and dear this has become to so many people because it has. But you know, there have been people 
who've gotten to the to the dance and gotten their fame and notoriety and then turn on the vessel that got them there. You guys never did that. No, no, we never did. In fact, it was, I mean, we didn't really, I don't even think we really understood it for yeah. a while. It was like the 20th anniversary or so. We just celebrated our 28th anniversary. Is the 20th um, where, where, where it kicked in, where you said, okay, this, that's when it, yeah, this means that's when this like, much? Uh-huh, that's yeah. when, like, Salt Lake City, where we filmed it, they brought us back, and they had, like, a plaque made to commemorate the the set the actual sandlot it's a historical landmark now and i think that's when we started to realize right yeah i want to say it was around the 20th anniversary that we had david mickey evans in studio to to talk about it and to promote it and when we talked to him you know we just talked about how great the cast was and how and i i guess you guys were playing younger than you actually were and that was a um that was a, a decision that they had to make in order to get the um the abilities that you guys had as actors and, you know, because you had these kids that you guys were really, really great and very, very convincing in each of your roles. So uh, and so you guys were playing younger than you actually were, correct? Well, I, I think it, what it was is that originally uh, in the script, I think they were like nine years old or something. OK. And when they started getting into pre-production and stuff, they go, these we can't do this movie with nine year olds. It's just not going to work all the baseball stuff and the, I mean, the squint scene would have been really awkward with a nine. It was weird <laughs> yeah. enough with the golf. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, the sensibilities change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so there, listen, there are some gems in that uh, movie. Obviously, uh, you're killing me. Smalls is a big one. And, and I would love to get Patrick Renna on our show. He's the one who plays a great Hambino. Uh, but uh, there is also, there's, there's a scene that you're in. I believe it's your character where when they're trying to suck the, baseball up with a with a vacuum cleaner and the vacuum cleaner explodes and then the dust is all over your face correct yeah that was me that i mean that's an under appreciated i think (laughs) scene and moment in the movie because the movie movie is just filled with so many great moments but i just wanted to give you your kudos on on that particular scene. it it was appreciated i i wanted to ask you as well uh victor because you know again when you're dealing with sports movies they hold a special and this is a sports movie obviously it's it's a coming of age story as well but um, are there any athletes that you have met throughout your life who have come to you and, and betrayed the fact that the Sandlot was a critical part of their interest in sports or, or whatever? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've uh, all, all different, you know, I've had basketball players and, and football players come up and say it, but really the biggest impact is on baseball players. And when we, when we, especially when we have anniversaries and we go around to different baseball stadiums and like all the players, it's unbelievable because who's, they come out and tell us like, "You're the reason I started playing baseball." Who's the most notable? Did anyone in particular impress you? When you I think like, the coolest was Matt Camp. Ah, no way, like really? MVP. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you a geek? For I mean, for, I guess the question has to be asked: Are you yourself? You're wearing the the Eagles hat, but are you yourself a legitimate sports fan? I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually not. Ba- uh, baseball is kind of lower on my list of, of sports, <laughs> okay, but, all right. but I'm I'm, a, I'm definitely a football fan first, Eagles first, and and then probably the Sixers after that. Has the train passed on you uh, playing a young kid in a football movie? Cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably, uh, all right. unfortunately. Well, I want to ask about what you guys are doing with the Sandlot digital baseball cards, the, the NFT. Explain a little bit of, of what that's all about, please. Yeah, so this is like a whole new 
thing that's happening with these NFTs. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this stuff, but familiar, but not really understanding a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So give, give us a score. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty crazy. It's it's a totally different sort of thing. So it's all digital stuff. It's like people are creating these collectibles and creating fine art and all sorts of cool things that uh, basically are created inside of this cloud and they live inside the cloud and they can never leave. So it's purely digital. Uh, the NBA has got a whole line of uh, different sort of trading card type things. Uh, the MLB is releasing a set, I think on the 20th of April, it comes out. Um, but th- like everybody, like William Shatner's got a set and there's all just garbage pail kids, a lot of cool stuff out so there. So the basic gist of it is that you, 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 have, you have digital collectibles that are right. not, it's not like you're trading JPEGs. These are things that you have ownership of when you, exactly. you're, you're buying collectibles, but they do not exist in a physical realm. There you go. You nailed it. All right. Perfect. Okay. Interesting. So, like, where we we tend to think, okay, you know, just uh, you, you hit the uh, the you know the the pad and save as or whatever. These are things that are are not that they they you own them and you can decide what to do with them. It's not like it's... and I guess they're unique, right? Yeah. I mean, right. so they're you, unique. You can't go right. and get copies. Yeah. They're right. unique. They're NFTs. NFT stands for non fungible token, and that all that means is that it's unique. Right. Right. It's got a serial number attached to it, and you have ownership of it. And you once you own it, you can resell it or do whatever you want with to it. To be honest, the initial response to this is like, I don't even know if they, are you are you being robbed of the tactile thing. But a lot of times, something living in the digital realm is going to keep its. It won't get handprints all over it. It won't get, um, you know, uh, it, there won't be the wear and tear if it's, if right. it's, you know. So there's well, and when when we when we eventually go into the Ready Player One world, I you'll know. be able to hold it in front <laughs> yeah, of your yeah. hands with your haptic yeah. gloves. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's cool. So how, how's the response been in general as you've you've rolled this out? It's been really great. I mean, we we had, you know, when we made this film, it was all our parents going around taking pictures the whole time and. We just have tons and tons of really cool stuff that like never before been seen. Uh, all these cool behind the scenes pictures and just like an interesting sort of perspective on the movie. And we didn't, we've never really known the best way to share this stuff with all the fans. Um, and now with this NFT space, it's like the creators can really have full control over it and decide how it's distributed. And that's what we wanted to do. Is there any uh, James Earl Jones stuff available or what is it? The- uh, well, no, not in this set but okay. we're we we have a couple series planned we got a whole lot of stuff that uh, we want to release. okay all okay. right and what are the increments yeah, how, so what, what james can, earl should be down the line nice what, what can people expect to pay for this wonderful package <laughs> well, <laughs> um well so it's what, what we're doing is we're selling packs yeah uh the way that the baseball and and basketball are doing um so it's like you buy it you can buy a ten dollar pack or there's a 25 dollar pack and then you click on it to open it and you randomly it'll randomly select the cards you at the time back you know why this makes sense because so so i i'm a big fan of physical media like blu-rays and 4ks and so on and so forth however i do have a collection of movies that are in my library and and you know that i that i collect it's the same thing i i I own it digitally as one can own a collection of you know zeros and ones but i own it and so that's it's similar correct 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And right. I think at first it's like it's like it's so different that it doesn't make any sense, but then once you start to wrap your head around it, you go, Okay, I I have other things that are like this. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. I'm hey, down with that. Victor, uh, concerning the sandlot, you know, I remember a few years back there was there was talk of maybe like a uh, a Goonies reunion and, yeah. and doing a, a a film of these these kids as adults now and going through some type of an adventure. I would imagine you guys have been approached uh, by that scenario. And if so, what what would make sense if you guys were to get back together? What what would make sense for the gang, the Sandlot gang, to get back together and make a movie? Any ideas? Anybody kicked anything around? Well, uh, I can tell you. I don't know how much I can say, but oh, I can, you can tell, tell us you everything. that we've we've had a meeting uh, about a reboot series. Ah, hmm. um, it was originally a Fox film, but you know, Fox uh, was sold to Disney a couple years ago. Uh, so we did have a meeting about bringing that to a streaming service as a series. Um, they pitched us all the storylines and everything, and, like, it's really cool. So, all and right. we understand the director who signed on is Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, it's uh, a much different uh, It's spin. a much it's different take. different than the, than the film, yeah. 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 The gimp is the, 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 the your yeah. yeah. He's got the mask on already, Brent. At, yeah, right. at the end of the movie, they did um, sort of, hey, where are they now type of deal, mm-hmm. and one of the characters... Really got into the 60s. Which character was that? That was uh, Bertram. That was my buddy Grant. Oh, that, yes. So shout out to Grant. <laughs> so so ge- geographically, how close are you to the other cast members? Uh, well, I'm, I'm in L.A. Okay. So most of us are, are here in Los Angeles. So I'm pretty close to those Oh, that's guys. cool. A couple of them are, are East Coast, but yeah, everybody it's else such, is here. It's such an elusive thing to be a part of something that can transcend the way this has. And, and again, as I started in the, the conversation saying, the fact that you embrace it, I think, means a lot to the fans, you know? Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you pray for as an yeah. actor. I mean, to be involved in something that 28 years later, people are yeah, still, still passionate about. about. Yeah. Well, and, I, and um, sometimes I get crucified for saying this, but I, I think uh, The Sandlot is, for me, it is a top three baseball movie. It's, uh, you know, Sandlot is up there, uh, and then Major League for me is number one. I think Sandlot is number two, and then number three kind of, it, it switches. Sometimes it's Bad News Bears, other times uh, it is... Uh, it's all comedy stuff for you, Yeah. Man. Yeah, no, like have, you ever, have you ever seen the natural? Or, yeah. yeah, I don't really Bull, care for the natural. Bull, Bull, Bull Durham is up yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, there's no Saint Bernard in the natural. No. Right. <laughs> that would be great, yeah. though. Well, and I think Sandlot sort of transcends that for a lot of people because it's not really about the baseball; it's about the friendship and stuff. That's and really, right. it really, it's, it, it's basically Stand by yeah. Me with baseball. Yeah. You know, it has that same vibe. It's it's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, Victor, these are available. Uh, the the cards, uh, the digital cards are available at boysofsummer.cards. Is that where people can find it? That's correct. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Okay. Well, we'll uh, make sure everybody is aware of it. It's cool. We uh, we we love the film, and, and thanks so much, man. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, go check it out. I'll send you guys a couple free packs, all right? Oh, awesome. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. And when you come back to Wilmington, come and see us, all right? All right. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks for <laughs> having me, Victor DiMattia, guys. Thanks, man. Uh, so it is a fun movie. It is. It's great, and it's it's got elements of like Little Rascals yeah. in it, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's just great all the way around. Uh, you know what? We got to take a break, gang. I'm going to wrap it up right now because when we return, bizarre file, and hopefully five hundred dollars in your pocket with the money clip. We'll be right back. Do you or someone you love suffer from PWS, pathetic wardrobe syndrome? 
WMMR is here to help. A pretend clinical fake study we totally made up shows a visit to the WMMR.com rock shop may reduce PWS with lots of items made to brighten and improve your quality of life. Current and vintage design station tees, Preston and Steve Gadzooks gear, Pierre coffee cups, ball caps and beanies, Jackson Jeep Club travel mugs, Jackie Bam Bam's vampire wall clock, the new Brent Porsche fleece and polo, and more. Available now to end pathetic wardrobe syndrome. Side effects may include feelings of euphoria, uncontrolled fits of joy, and the urge to hug your postal delivery person. But, well, uh, not just yet. Ask your doctor if the WMMR Rock Shop is right for you. And they'll probably ask why you're asking them that. Shop now at WMMR.com and say goodbye to pathetic wardrobe syndrome, which may or may not actually be a thing. MMR rocks your wardrobe. We got a couple of minutes before the uh, top of the hour and our top of the hour to you. Press to Steve <laughs> money clip, but uh, we have if we ever had breaking news twice in one day. Oh, uh, I don't think so. We had uh, break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. We had uh, Colton Underwood, The Bachelor, coming out as gay. Yeah, and now. Bernie Madoff died. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was 82. It says here he died of natural causes. Uh, and for those who may not remember the story of, of Bernie Madoff, he is the he was the mastermind behind the biggest investment fraud in the United States ever, ripping off tens of thousands of people. I forgot the amounts involved. Yeah. $65 billion. Yeah. I mean, so you need you need to remember he devastated he wiped out people. He his his sentence was 150 years. Correct. Um and uh they said it was something kidney based depression uh, kidney related that took him out and as you said natural causes but Was uh, he in jail? Yes. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, with good behavior he could have gotten out in 120 years. He defrauded as many <laughs> as 37,000 people. In 136 countries over four decades. Wow. Well, no wonder the guy never stopped doing it. He did it for 40 years. I was thinking about him the other four day because he scammed Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick and, uh, and took a lot of their money. Uh, and I guess the, the genius, if you want to call it that, of a, a pyramid scheme is that you find ways to pay people in the interim. So they think that they're getting money right. on, their, and, uh, on their investments. And then uh, in the end, you're just hoarding more of it than you're actually giving back to them. Well, the clock starts ticking. Yeah. So you're, you, you bring on new clients and you use their investments to pay your older clients. But you're not really – none of the stuff that you say you're doing is actually happening. So you're building that pyramid. And, uh, you know, like I, as I said before, Preston, I'm like, I get nervous at the at the inspection sticker on the car being out of date. <laughs> and these guys are, you know, billions of dollars into a massive crime and they don't care. And he was able to do this all by himself? He – I believe he had – yeah, I think his there wife were was unaware. Invo- yeah. I thought there were people involved. I thought so. I don't. Know. I don't know. It's the yeah. only re- arrest that I know of. So, wow. Okay. I mean, well, devast. I mean, you just there were there were like you know widows and people who, oh, who yeah. were counting on money that oh, yeah. that oh, just God, was awful. gone, left yeah. destitute. Eighty two. He's gone. All right. That's your second piece of breaking news today. Here's another one. Ninety three three WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. You're a real crumb bum. Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, our keyword for this hour is miss, M-I-S-S. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways for you to do it. Uh, You can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. 
Or if you'd also like to be entered to the uh, for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So make sure that you uh, answer your phone. You get a call. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Hyundai City. And the word again, I'll give it to you one more time. Miss M-I-S-S. Good luck to you. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Natural Lawn of America brings it to us. They're safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full-service program and get free seating every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Well, on the heels of that breaking news about Bernie Madoff thing, this is a little bit smaller, but still, hell of an accomplishment. A couple out of Florida is accused of fraudulently collecting $5.8 million in COVID-19 relief money mm-hmm. and using it to buy a luxury car, Louis Vuitton merchandise, and more, and then flaunting it on Facebook. Right, bastards. According to prosecutors, uh, Julio Lugo and Rosanide Venant had submitted at least 70 false fraudulent loan applications starting last spring to the Small Business Administration, administration including for shell companies established by Lugo, Venant, and their relatives. And they also secured coronavirus relief funds for a defunct tax preparation company that Lugo had previously used for a 2015 fraud scheme. Once the emergency loans were secured, Lugo and uh, Venant paid off a luxury vehicle, spent more than $62,000 at casinos alone. They also allegedly withdrew about $320,000 in cash. Lugo later posted a Facebook video featuring a hotel room littered with $100 bills and at least $5,000 in merchandise merchandise from Louis Vuitton. So they kept it quiet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they were arrested and charged with conspiracy and making false statements to financial institution. And so they're facing up to like 45 years in prison. Uh, in North Carolina, a man accidentally shot himself inside the Food Lion grocery store on Friday night. 46-year-old man was inside the store in the bread aisle when something caused a handgun tucked into his waistband of his pants to fire. Ah! A witness said, I turn around and see him grab his crotch and run to the front of the store. <laughs> I don't know if the you... crap out of me and some of the other shoppers, they said. Don't you, when you're shopping for bread... Pack some heat. Yep. I and I usually put it in your in the crack of my ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, is yeah. where I put that. I don't put it in the waistband. No, 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 no. Uh, so police say that the man reported the shooting to someone working at the store, and uh, there's no word on the man's injuries. But just buying his bread. That boom, a butthole. A woman is buying bars after a deadly hit and run crash in Boca Raton. Twenty three year old Anastasia Snape was driving. <clears throat> excuse me. When she drove her car off the road and onto a sidewalk, and that's when, according to the arrest report, Snape hit the victim who was walking on the sidewalk. The victim had been identified as Sandra Fernstein. She was pronounced dead. Fernstein, oh my God. by the way, was a U.S. District Court judge. Oh, boy. Uh, for In New York. <clears throat> Excuse me. Police said Snape did not start uh, stop her car, and then she hit Fernstein. She actually struck a six-year-old boy who was crossing in the crosswalk. A crosswalk before entering the roadway and continuing. The boy was hospitalized. He's been released. In her defense, she's been not herself since the death of her husband, Severus. Uh, <laughs> officers investigated the incident, and they were contacted by the police. They eventually got her, and as they got her out, she was screaming and fighting with medics and stated that she 
was Harry Potter. (laughs) You kidding? I kid you not. Oh, my God. Snape was arrested by police on several charges. No, Harry Potter's Harry Potter. That's right. Uh, This is interesting. Giant African snails were discovered during a baggage examination at JFK International Airport in New York City on Sunday. These things, Kathy, you make you vomit. They're huge. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agriculture Specialists caught 22 of the highly invasive slimy critters after checking a U.S. man who had arrived on a flight from Ghana. Additionally, specialists found prohibited oxtail, dried beef, turkey, berry, uh, carrot, medicinal leaves, and uh, prakis, a traditional African spice and medicinal plant product. Are they wow. for eating? Uh, no, I don't know. So according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the giant African snail is one of the most damaging of its kind in the world. The critter consumes at least 500 types of plants and can cause extensive damage to tropical and subtropical environments. Huge. It also causes structural damage to plaster and stucco as well. I didn't know that, yeah. Uh, to make matters worse, the snails pose a serious health risk to humans because it carries a parasitic nematode that can cause meningitis. Oh, okay. Uh, and giant African snails reproduce very quickly, producing 1,200 eggs in a single year. Jeez. So no wonder they want to keep those things And they're out icky. Of here. And they're icky, too. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's another case of uh, DNA uh, uh, being the uh, uh, the Deciding dis- discovery yeah. of a uh, of, of a long ago case. Wow. Uh, DNA evidence uh, taken from a water bottle. Water water bottle. Water bottle used by the now suspect during a cross country flight helped investigators crack a decades old case. The victim, Roger Dean, was murdered at his home, November twenty first, nineteen eighty five. The perpetrator mm-hmm. had entered the house. While his face was covered in a ski mask and forced Dean to tie up his wife, demanded $30,000 in their savings account, got into an altercation with the victim that ended with gunshots <clears throat> and was last seen running down the street of a neighborhood and into a car that witnesses said sped away. Michael Jefferson, who is 64, is now the suspect in the crime. He faces charge of first-degree murder and more. Uh, hair on the ski mask left behind at the crime scene would ultimately crack the case. Technology from 1985 was not able to deduce useful DNA information from a small bit of evidence. Uh, but in 2003, Colorado Bureau of Investigation was finally able to develop a profile and enter it into a national database. There were no hits on this. But in 2020, an investigator was able to determine the people who were likely the suspect's parents. That family had two sons, and Jefferson was one of them. So law enforcement began to monitor this guy, Jefferson. Right. Two deputies boarded the same Spirit Airlines flight as him between Los Angeles and New Orleans. During the flight, detectives saw Michael drinking from a plastic water bottle. Uh During the flight, Michael discarded the water bottle by handing it to the female flight attendant to be placed in the trash. And they intercepted it, and they took the water bottle, and and boom. They got the DNA, and they determined on the water bottle it was consistent with the profile of the samples collected from the ski mask in 1985. Uh I love it when they don't give up on these cases. Yes, and God bless them for sticking to this stuff. And sometimes they nail them. It's awesome. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. And you have less than, we have about five minutes or so, five or six minutes uh, to enter the word miss. For the uh, money clip giveaway. So make sure you do that now. The word is Miss. M-I-S-S. Good luck to you. And then we have a secret text word and your chance to win right now. Because Kathy's going to give us a number caller for that. What is it, Kathy? Seven. All right. If you know the secret text word and your caller number seven, 
uh, and you uh, give it to us, then you win. We'll get a random texture as well. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment, and we'll get the lesson question, trash, and music news. Stay put. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com, and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A Wednesday morning and all its Wednesday gloriness. One of the things we like to do on Wednesday is have a secret text word prize available for you. And we're going to go get a winner right now. We're really good for caller number seven. And let me see here. We're going to go to Melissa. Melissa, are you there? Hey, I'm here, guys. Excellent. Melissa, do you know the secret text word? I do. It's Gary. And Melissa, since you got it right, hang on the line. We're going to give you a digital download of the SpongeBob movie, SpongeBob on the Run, the best day ever. Oh, I love this song. And we are also going to set up our random texter, who is uh, Patty Minderline, I believe. And she's from a mystery place, because I don't know... Mystery places are awesome. Yeah, so congratulations, Patty. We'll get in touch, and we'll make sure that you are taken care of. All right, now, we're not done giving stuff away. Oh, no. We're going to do the lesson question, and today we're going to give away a promo screening code for the new action thriller from Amazon Studios, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. And the question we asked this morning is, after Sly Stallone joins the cast of Bridgerton... What will the title character's new name be? <laughs> Lord what? 215-263-WMMR. And it has ties to our area, It too, does. Yeah. So, Sly Sloan joins cast of Bridgerton. What will the new title character's new name be? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if no, we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by... Roadcon Incorporated, if you have heavy and highway construction experience, uh, then and you'd like to work for a company that values that experience, and Roadcon wants to talk to you. Visit road-con.com to apply online. That's road-con.com. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Nicolas Cage was recently photographed pointing out his Hollywood star to wife Riku Shibata. Witnesses on the Walk of Fame reported Cage uttering two words, that's me. <laughs> Actress Lily James has dyed her hair blonde in preparation for her role as Pamela Anderson in a series about her marriage to Tommy Lee. James has also reportedly been practicing sliding a baseball bat down her throat. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> ready for that. And finally, 19-year-old model Amelia Hamlin saying she's unfazed by mom Lisa Renna's voicing public disapproval of her relationship with Scott Disick. Amelia told HollywoodStyle.com, quote, when it's right, you know it. And when it's wrong, you don't know it. And I am very, very stupid. Thank you, Steve. And we will see if someone heard and remembered 
uh, the answer to the question this morning. After Sly Sloan joins Cass Bridgerton, what will that title character's new name be? And on the phones, first caller in is Amy. Hi there, Amy. Hi, good afternoon. All right. Good morning. Yeah, it's still morning. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. One of those. Uh, but Amy, what is uh, Sly's new character's name on uh, Bridgerton? Villanova. Yes. Yes. Well done, Amy. Hang on. We'll make sure that you get the information to us, and we get to you a promo screening code for the new action thriller from Amazon Studios. Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Without Remorse. Michael B. Jordan on April 29th. One grand prize winner, by the way, this week gets upgraded to attend the virtual award premiere. Uh, the same event that talent filmmakers and other VIPs will be attending. No remorse, Michael B. Jordan. Including an interactive escape room experience and an after party with a live DJ. And Without Remorse is on Prime Video starting on April 30th. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. You can download the Jersey Mike's app, order ahead, and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. We're going to start with this. Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl have joined forces for a new track titled Easy Sleazy, which spotlights life during the pandemic. The song, which was co-written by the two, features Mick on rhythm guitar and vocals, and Dave is on drums, lead guitar, backing vocals, and bass. Uh, Easy Sleazy was produced by Jagger's longtime collaborator and Rolling Stones live keyboardist, Matt Clifford. Let's hear a little bit of the song. It's got kind of a punky vibe to it. In the uh, the verse parts, it's it's a little bit on the punkier side, uh, and the, it's a fun song. It's it not is. a great song. No, it's but it's, it's, it's more. Uh, it's, I think the whole purpose is to sort of chronicle and memorialize this time with yeah. the uh, the pandemic and everything, and then and, and the possible joy of coming out of it. And but Zoom is mentioned, and if you look at the lyric video, you can see there's a lot of fairly clever stuff going on in it. Yeah, even talks about uh, you know. Uh, the 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 fake crowds at football games. <laughs> yes, and stuff right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun. Dave spoke about the new tune to Rolling Stone and said it's hard to put into words what recording this song with Sir Mick means to me. It's beyond a dream come true. Just when I thought it couldn't get any crazier, and it's the song of the summer without a doubt. He says. Uh, Miles Kennedy sophomore solo album, The Ides of March, will be released on May fourteenth. Uh, in addition to that news, Kennedy is releasing the official animated music video for his album opener 
called Get Along. It's a short film based on an idea created by Kennedy. It tells the story of how society is affecting the animal kingdom, depicting a group of animals that live in a forest banding together to fight an increase in pollution in their homes as well as cooper- uh, cooperating uh, expansion through deforestation. Really dirty here. That is coming up. Uh, Foo Fighters and Eddie Vedder are among the acts scheduled to perform at Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world, the global broadcast stemming special that that aims to uh, raise money to help uh, for COVID-19 vaccines for more than 27 million health workers around the world. Uh, The pre-taped event will air and stream live on Saturday, May 8th on ABC, ABC News, uh, live uh, CBS, YouTube, iHeart Media, broadcast radio stations, and the iHeart Radio app beginning at 8 p.m. Uh, Vax Live will be hosted by Selena Gomez, mm. and the concert will also include performances by Jennifer Lopez, uh, her and Jay Blavin, um, and others that as well. Like, so I said, Foo Fighters and Eddie Vedder are going to be on board for that, too. And speaking of uh, Eddie and the Seattle Sound, uh, this is kind of has a music news connection to it. Seattle residents have decided on a name for the city's newest tunnel boring machine, this gigantic piece of machinery. Oh, they're they're so cool. They've asked the public to name it, and they've named it Mud Honey. Mud Honey! (laughs) And the name honors a rock band of the same title founded in Seattle in 1988. It's like Uh, that big device from Total Recall, except bigger. uh, Seattle Public Utilities invited the public to vote on the machine's name in March. Voters chose between the following names. Daphne... Molly the Mole, Boris the Plunger, I like this one, Sir Diggs a lot. Yeah. And eventually the winner was Mud Honey. Uh, and they received more than 1,200 name suggestions when they opened the submissions to the public earlier this year. The tunnel boring machine will be used to dig a 29 million gallon storage tunnel wow. in Ballard to help reduce sewage overflow when it rains. You know that the joke in the movie singles, Touch Me, I'm Dick, the yeah. song, the, the Citizen Sick? It's based yeah. on a Mud Honey, so- Mud Honey song that's called Touch Me, I'm Sick. Oh. <laughs> and so the, they were riffing on that. Yeah, yeah, that's where that came from. <laughs> All right. Well, a compliment for you. <laughs> exactly. This is a compliment for you. <laughs> yeah. Right, then, Belgium. One last story. A veritable who's who of pop rock in the entertainment world has signed on for Thursday's virtual Little Kids Rock Benefit. Among the A-listers set to appear are Brian Wilson, James Hetfield, Carlos Santana, Todd Rundgren, Steve Vai, Warren Haynes, Yo-Yo Ma, and a whole list of other people, and some I don't recognize, uh, but there are more. Uh, The nonprofit Little Kids Rock program transforms kids' lives by restoring, expanding, and innovating music in our schools. And while I have this information... uh, doesn't say where you can see it, so well, uh, just look around. Yeah, just you know, you'll, eventually you'll find well, it. Well, your backyard, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I have in going out to the garage to look for Kids Rock. Uh, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second, and we will wrap the whole thing up. Brett Porsche will be in here shortly. He's got chances for you to win money. We'll find out what's in store for our program tomorrow, and we'll be right back with us. Stay put. Dirty Honey's new track, Gypsy, and the Offspring's Swing Ska-inspired... We never have sex anymore. Plus, see Preston and Steve's recent video interview with Amy Lee of Evanescence. And check out this week's big friggin' deal from King Shooter Supply in King of Prussia. An hour of instruction and range time for just $75. Keyword, deal.
And uh, we've had a very enjoyable day today. Started off in an exciting way. It did. With our earliest interview all the way from Serbia. And that was Bert Kreischer uh, (laughs) who checked in with us via Zoom, and it sounded fantastic. Bert was always great as Bert, uh, telling us the um, adventure that he's going through right now with uh, his movie, The Machine, and Mark Hamill. Starring as his father, and he can't even believe it's he going. He can't. I mean, it's, it, it's it's huge news. He has, yep. you know, as he said, his grandfather now is Darth Vader. Yep. So it was uh, great to have Bird on this morning, uh, and also a really cool surprise, great interview, Danny Higginbotham. Yeah. Uh, who is the latest in the Philadelphia Union announcers booth? He is a color commentary guy who's got Premier League experience. He played in the league for several years. Yeah. And super nice guy, and he married a gal from Philadelphia. Of course he did. And she grew up listening to us. So <laughs> it's so cool. He said uh, he got total you know, bonus points from her uh, for being on the show today, which is cool. So it was nice <laughs> to talk to Danny. And then we had Victor DiMattia from The Sandlot. Nice and guys, doing well. these NFT cr- uh, trading card collections. So if you're interested, you can find that. I'm sure we got a link on PrestonSteve.com that uh, has that information. And speaking of our websites, WMMR.com, the big freaking deal uh, is going on through the 18th. And it is with King Shooter Supply, and you get a very special price, which you always do with these great deals. We should always check on the big friggin' deal. Might be something you're into or need, but for $75, you get a one hour uh, of classroom instruction for fundamental training on safety, safe handling, and firearm familiarization. And that's followed with range time with an instructor as well. And you can get this deal while the supplies last by going to WMMR.com and just type in the keyword deal and you will find it i had such an awesome time over there president pat and all the people all over there at uh, king shooters and the uh the instruction was really good you felt very safe but the range is really cool it was a great time nice you can get this deal and get it now brent porsche good morning. Hey. how are you doing i'm man? doing great man for a wednesday sure yeah yeah how I about know. you wednesdays are always tough right? man I, i'm always exhausted i don't know about you two more days we got oh, this we're there <laughs> And as of tomorrow, it will be officially No Sad Bro Friday, yes. per Casey's right. math. So we That's how it works. Count on that, which would be good. Uh, shall we get the letter? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter T as in Timmy Timmons. All right. Uh. And we will give away a four-pack of tickets to see... The Flyers battle the Washington Capitals on Saturday at 12.30 at the Wells Fargo Center. And single-game tickets are now on sale at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. So you can get those, and we'll give it away on Friday. Uh, what you got in store today, man? Workforce Blocks today. Van Halen. Today's the anniversary of Diver Down. So we're going to be playing all stuff from Diver Down. No kidding. Yeah, looking forward to that. All right. Uh, Hailstorm also has an album anniversary today, Into the Wildlife. So we're going to be playing stuff from that. And Allison Chains also has an album anniversary today with their Black Gives Way to Blue record, so we're going to be playing stuff from that. Porno for Pyros coming oh. up in the 2 o'clock it's hour. good stuff. Yeah, really plus, good of stuff. course, 500 bucks. President Steve's Money Clips. Yep, on the way. Don't miss it. Let me thank our sponsors, President Steve Radio Program today, brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and uh, Fred Beans dealerships. Come see why it's better at beans. Shop hundreds of your favorite vehicles online at fredbeans.com. Uh, tomorrow, stacked to the gills. Bill Burr, Bob Saget, Haley Orantia from uh, the Goldbergs. And we also have another one of our um, National Geographic check-ins. This guy is Andrew Fazekas. 
And uh, those guys are always fascinating. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, so we'll spend some time talking That's to a packed show. all of them tomorrow. And we'll have money to give away, too. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Kristen and Steve. 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-